Welcome back to another episode of the Dark Rum Podcast. I'm here in sunny California with my co my uh, my name's Kyle. I'm here with my semi permanent co host Gerard. That is me, Gerard. 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 Like Gerard. I'm gonna find Matt one of these days. Yeah, he's coming back. He's someday. He's way some, more elusive than I thought some, he was. Someday. I gave him a lot more slack than I that I probably should have. And he's just slippery. But in that regards, you guys get a super special treatment. <laughs> what did you just say? You guys. I'll hear that back in the edit. <laughs> anyway, we have a super special treat for you people today. Listeners, audience, friends, fiancés. Affeonced. People of the world. People of the world. People of space. Dreamers. Bigfoots. Believers. Loch Ness Monsters. Achievers. Jackalopes. Chupacabras. And everyone in between. There's a lot in between those things. I, as another movie episode, because as we've explained. And it's I going don't to do be research. Repeatedly explained. Jared doesn't know how to read. I just pretend. I just, I say things with confidence while looking at pages. Is he working on a novel? Yes. Does he know what it says? No. no. People have told me that I have, by just hitting a keyboard rhythmically, I actually write pretty well. But <laughs> what do you like? <laughs> <laughs> I isn't just, that, I just, I, I do what I see on TV. I, I listen to what the keyboards sound like, and I try to match that. Isn't that, what, <laughs> isn't that how they described how Squizgar? And uh, oh, what was the other one's name? And Toki. And Toki couldn't read music. They just hit notes really fast. Yeah, they just move their fingers and it just so happens to sound good. Oh, my God. Anyway, so we are talking about a movie again. A good, uh, one of the best movies of all time. One of Kyle's favorites. Like it, he was it actually is excited one of my favorites. This. I was actually excited. Sleepaway Camp. If you haven't seen it, Sleepaway Camp is, hold on, let me do the research that I'm supposed to do ahead of time. It is 1983 cult classic that a Kyle apparently said is very loved. It had like a 68 on Rotten Tomatoes, so there, it was like certified the, fresh. There are people that do love it. It was certified fresh. It got like a 68 from the audience and also from critics, so that's it's as, on the up end. As Jared said, it's from 1983. It's directed by Robert Hitzik. I didn't know that. It was a budget of $350,000. Which isn't bad back in 1983. And made a box office of $11 million. That's actually Jesus. a super smash. Yeah, this was this was a successful movie. And I yeah, can see why. You can also see why people say it's not a great movie. I can definitely see that. <laughs> anyway, so Sleepaway Camp starts off an amazing opening. Jared loved the opening more than anything else. It's he got to see... A hot dad flexing his butt. Yo, he was really, really... Re he knew how good he looked. Pulled his shorts tighter so he could do it. Like, that was, like, really what set it off. Well, first he was lounging. He was enjoying the lake. Oh, yeah, we got to bask in that sweet, sweet fall chest hair. air. It had to be fall. The trees really? were orange. Who... Maybe it was, like... Who goes... Who swims in fall? Yeah. There was a surprising amount of people on the lake in fall. There's jet. It can't be fall, Jared. It has to be summertime. But the leaves were changing. Maybe it's just a place with colorful leaves. There Maybe. are colorful leaves, right? I don't, sure. I don't know how trees work. I'm not I don't biased. know where this movie took place. 
in fucking Arawak. No. Camp Arawak. Camp Arawak. No, yeah, okay. So, yeah, I know. Uh, so, it's really funny because they, they point out the camp is closed in the beginning of the movie, but then it's definitely not closed. Yeah, exactly. Then it's just right back open. Because, like, that one kid had been going there for years. Yeah. Yeah. So, it must have closed and then reopened, like, uh, immediately, which yeah. happens. Things get bought. It is just, it's the nature of business. Yeah. I think it's because that was, like, a classic thing. Like, the that Freddy the 13th did... um did that where like the camp was closed and the, and they were coming back and then they all got murdered because yeah. like, Jason's mom was like don't open this camp do bitch. not open this camp you stupid stupids somebody anyway. should have told that to the guy who opened this camp so we open up and my eyes just glitched have your eyes ever just glitched that w- one time when we were ghost hunting where like they, it, everything just shifts and kind of flashes yeah remember it was terrifying it was a really weird day i don't believe in ghosts but that day it was a little confusing for me just happened to me right now which was weird because i moved a switch and then my eyes my eyes glitched and i was like is this connected to me what just happened that's because we live in the matrix there we go it's probably um <laughs> uh, so the movie opens up it's a dad and his kids lounging on on a little sail it's like a dinghy scurf surfboard thing it's like a dinghy i think that i think that classifies as a dinghy could it's you sit small. in it? It didn't look like they could sit in it. It looked, it looked like a sailboard. No, no, because there's usually in dinghies like that. The only reason I know that dinghies look like that is from Tommy Boy, actually, because he had a dinghy. Oh, no. I just almost called Because remember, he was like, do you want to see my dinghy? And she was like, what? And then it was the the boat that looked like that. It's like, it's just a little tiny boat. It's a sailboat. And then there's just a place on the back. Yeah, but there that's was big seats enough. in Tommy boys. They didn't really look like they had seats on this boat. They didn't show the other end of the boat. Okay. That's why. And then at these, these there's, there's a group of teens uh, torturing. Well, it's two teens torturing another teen that looks younger than them. Yeah. They're, they're, they're clear. Well, you know what? They had to have been at the camp. That's what's the weirder part too. Yeah. The camp's closed, but those kids were doing camp stuff, and that guy was wearing like a camp Arawak shirt. He was wearing a lifeguard shirt, and he was paid to be there, so it'd have to be the camp, right? Yeah, it's like their lake. So they're they're out. They have a, a girl jet skiing in the back who clearly doesn't want to be Water jet skiing. skiing. Another girl who's like, "Let me drive the boat. I can drive a boat." And dude, she like, was so sure that she can drive this boat. You can't drive a boat. You can't look straight ahead of you you can't drive a boat but then he changes his mind and she he allows her to drive the boat as children do the the little tricksters uh push their dad into the lake and he this is where he flexes his butt though yeah he stands up he's flexing his butt the kids looking are like oh we're gonna push our dad in and he for no reason spins around and makes sure he grabs the sail and flips the whole whole fucking boat over and Which then I don't know if those are made to flip over that easily. Like he seemed super nonchalant about his whole fucking boat capsizing. Yeah, he was just like, "Oh no, you." Yeah, like you would think that that, that can't be good for the sail. Yeah, like it can't, it can't be good for so much of it. There's a bunch of metal and stuff <laughs> on it, <laughs> like a lot of stuff. There might be electronics. There might not be. Probably not. This is 1980s, man. Like nothing had electronics. Cars were still manual. Yeah, they, he all of his paper maps probably got destroyed. You had to pedal them. Uh, and his friend, uh, we find out later. His his room, like, they his, were roommates. They weren't roommates. They were lovers. They were roommates. Or I don't even. That was the weirdest daydream scene that had nothing to do with anything. And I, I don't know no what idea. was happening. I don't know if that was real or not. I think that was. Uh, and I think that was to give context for how the movie ends. 
I don't see I how... I think that was a hint. I don't see how that gives context. To the, when we get to it, I'll explain the why, dad, why I think. The dad had nothing to do with that. I'll explain why I think it was okay. important when we get to it. And... Uh, they were roommates. As I said, this girl, the, the lifeguard lets her drive the boat. She, not one time looks in front of her. Yeah. She was like, there's nothing out there. It's just water forever. It's jet like ski the girl, ocean. Jet ski water girl, ski. Who's two different things. Water ski girl who's been begging to stop the whole time anyway is now saying, She's hey, in tears. turn the boat, motherfuckers, crying and all like there's a man on the shore and he's like, we got to see the doctor. Oh, that's the ant. Yeah, the that must doctor. have been the doctor. Yep, there we go. Wow, they really like that was not drilled home well enough. Also, none of those characters mattered. None of them, not <laughs> a single person. Yeah, so you could, the ant only <laughs> mattered at the end. But like, honestly, you couldn't. You didn't need the opening. You could have just done that at the end. Oh, when we say kids, we we mean son and daughter. Son and daughter, That's two important. children, that one of important. each kind. That is um, that is actually important. That it is a not matching set. It is a complete set. <laughs> Uh, the boat, uh, you know, just fucking runs them all over. Yeah, hard. Right in front of the the dad's lover, uh, roommate. Poor jet ski girl is just screaming to get yeah. them out of the water. There's a little kid just flapping around that survived, and then but a clearly with head trauma, up life jacket. And then the dad just swam away. He was like, "Fuck these kids." <laughs> His dead body. His fucking dead body just, just took just off swimming. Hands out in front of him. He was definitely swimming. Yeah, he was doing the breaststroke away from his dead kids. <laughs> it was like, oh, I got my opportunity to get out of this. Yeah, it was crazy. It was also some of the worst acting I've ever seen. That What? That girl, <laughs> that girl that was water skiing against her will. Yeah. Um, I, won't, I hoped another boat came and ran her over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why you hated her so much. She was just screaming, get them out of the water. No, she wasn't. What was she yelling? She she was yelling that, but that's not what she was saying. What she was saying is, I don't deserve to be here. <laughs> um, there was there was there there was zero thought in like they were just like, Hey, do you know how to water ski? And she was like, Yeah. And they were like, You want to be in a movie? Yeah. Okay. That's it. The I most think impressive those are the criteria. The most impressive scene, thing that I thought of that whole scene was just that dad's chest hair was just like magnificent. I wish I could grow chest hair. I got like four, I think. I think I got you beat. I think I have seven. <laughs> no, what's weird is when you get them and you just have like one hair on your nipple and you're like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, hate I hate nipple hair. I hate not being able to grow body hair like what I think most men grow body hair like. I know sometimes I show people my lace and it's like I might as well just shave them anyway like we're from like we're from this time from the 80s when they were like men's men's like real men's look like that dad did yeah. like hairy and they would wear short shorts and tuck them up into their butt crack and then flex their buttocks and you used to get all you you grew up getting all kinds of promises you were like drink malta and you'll grow hair on your chest. I mean, I don't know if they ever said that. But I thought you told me that. I probably made that up. I just say <laughs> things to say things you're sometimes. Like, was that just to get me to try it for the first time? Probably. <laughs> I just say things to make people drink that. 
I think it's delicious. I can't drink it anymore. My but I daughter think it's loves it, so yeah. it's funny. I think it's, it's funny. Amazing. My daughter loves it. Your daughter hates it. Yeah, but it's just weird. But like we are, if you, if you, if we would have been able to see future us when we were in the eighties, we probably would have been disappointed. Like nothing I do will grow me hair. Be like, yeah, we're like so bad at it. I ate so many spicy things and drank so many things that people said would put hair on my chest and none of them did. Like I shaved every day when I didn't have a lot of facial hair to try to get facial hair and I still used, I used to shave my whole body. I was like a I seal. didn't do that. <laughs> nothing changed. You just went dolphin smooth? Yeah. Damn. Except my arms. I didn't shave my arms because I was like concerned people would notice that. That's true. You did wear like very a lot of pants. Yeah, I wore a lot of pants. I wore a lot of clothes. I wore hoodies in the summer, so I guess I could have got away with it. Your pants, the only thing I can classify them as were a lot. Trip NYC pants? They were just a lot of it. No, they were just shut up. You wore baggy jeans too. Mine I just happened to have decorations. They had flair. You had tassels. <laughs> So yeah, he had great chest hair. That was the best part of the scene. And the worst great part of the hair. scene was everyone's acting. Yeah, he was a sexy man. Um, before we get too locked in on that and too, too on that, the next thing that happens is uh, an eight-year time skip. Yep, it is. A, it's it an is arbitrary a, number. Back to the future. Eight is a really weird number. Eight years? Yeah, in a well, movie, it's always like, like five or ten is eight. I mean, I guess it's showing that they were like five years old and now they're like at the cusp of teenager dumb. They're right there at the puberty time. Yeah. Because I think they're what? Like 13. They gotta I guess, be like well, 13. I guess they had to be in that like that mid range because they needed to have the jokes in there about them not being in puberty. Yeah, exactly. So they got they got to be anywhere between 11 and 13. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And this summer camp is full of 11 to 13 year old kids that are 40. Yeah, it's there. They have a really big gap. There's there's some seven year olds there and then there's a uh, 43 year old men. What happens to the seven year olds is just fucking funny. Um, <laughs> they deserved it. Bastards they deserved what they fucking got. bastards. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're in the we're in the future now and we're first introduced to James Earl Jones' dad, and Jared was no, like, "What not. the fuck?" We're first. I don't care. That's what I want to do first. We're introduced <laughs> to the next worst actor in this thing, the aunt, the uh, the doctor. Uh, she was a great actress. I feel like they told her to be like that, and she nailed it. Well, then it that is, was just bad direction. It is weird. The first thing it made me think of was the psychiatrist people in the Ice Cream Man. What it made me think of was that's a robot. That's not a real person. Yeah, the amount of like fourth wall breaking she did to speak to herself. Yeah, she just she has she speaks her inner dialogue, which always contradicts whatever she said out loud. So she says something out loud and then she contradicts it. But first she turns her head to the side, raises her fan, her hand to her mouth and finger and just places right to the side and just goes, maybe it's not like that. (laughs) And then she continues speaking. I tied it to my finger so I would remember, but I don't remember. What was I trying to remember? I remember. Here are your physicals. Don't tell anybody how you got them. That's a... No matter what they do, we won't. Also, why did the boy not have a physical? Why did Ricky not get a physical? Yo, he had to know. Had to have. 
Like, why would he commit so hard to that? I mean, that's probably why he was so protective. He was like, if people find out what happened to my cousin, yeah. I'm going to lose my mom. And she is awesome, even though he clearly did not respect her crazy nuttiness. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I would have survived in a house with a parent that insane. Uh, that is how you become Norman Bates. Yeah. Yeah. That, he was he was on his way to being a terrible person. He was a hero for the most part. He was. Let's, let's not say that. He was a hero and he still may or may not have that opportunity. You said there were sequels. Does he come back? No. Okay. Well, then we don't know then. <laughs> There's at least two sequels. I know that. Oh, I've shit. seen them. I marathoned them uh, last year, two years ago. How do they compare? They're still good. They're not as good as this one, but they're good. They're fine. Angela's an adult in them. That's a bad sign. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So we we meet the aunt. She's weird as fuck. She gives the she gives the physicals, but we can't we can't know. No one can know. We can't know no how they got them. Can know because she's just the doctor. Yeah. Even though they know that she's the doctor. Do you think she was the doctor like Doctor Who? Maybe. She seemed Doctor who She did seem weird. She, like, she seemed, seemed like quirky. if one of the aliens that Doctor Who was fighting caught him and stole the uh, the the TARDIS, yeah. um, that was her. Yeah. Like, she was like, I'm the Doctor, and be like, you know, anybody who knew the Doctor would be like, no, you're not. You're definitely not. You are not the Doctor. She was even kind of dressed like she was a Doctor. Yeah. Maybe she was a Doctor Who. Maybe villain. that is a Doctor Who reference. Um, then we finally get to camp. And, and Jared goes, I know that guy. He didn't. I didn't, but he looked like a really He actually version. said that repeatedly throughout this movie. Yeah. And then was, I don't, like, maybe, you knew the old guy. I think that one was the only one. Yeah. Yeah, there was, Mel, there was like a few, a few owner. that I that I thought I knew. But uh, it was funny because we're watching the, the names go by and it's like Robert Earl Jones. And he's like, huh. I thought that was going to say uh, James Earl James Jones. Earl Jones. And then we get to him and the dude's like a knockoff James Earl Jones. And I'm like, no, it's not. like my, it's his dad. It's my exact James Earl words, Jones dad. My exact words when he was first on screen were, this is what happens when you say, mom, can we get James Earl Jones? And your mom says, we have James Earl Jones at home. <laughs> this is, this, that's what you get. I'm sorry, James Earl Jones. If you listen to this podcast, we're, did Jared made fun of your dad? I'm sorry that I made fun of your dad, but you're you're the name brand version. I I I just love the fact that you were like no idea that they were related at first. You're just like what the fuck? The, <laughs> the like, whole shit was they are related. Name, they look so similar. Their tone of voice is really similar. It was crazy. Like that caught you off more than like the giant pedophile making pedophile remarks. It did. It distracted me so hard that I was like, I only caught it at the end. I was like, ooh, that was a little pedophile. And you're like, yeah. I accidentally ruined all the fun for Jarrett to get him to watch this because he was being difficult about what we were going to watch. And we almost yeah. watched not a movie worth watching there was birds he wanted to watch birdemic and i'm like i did not zero want to watch chance, birdemic i wanted to I'm watching subject that. you to the trailer for birdemic <laughs> <laughs> but uh so we meet all the, the 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 main adult cast at this point kind of in passing it scans passing. over everybody they make highly inappropriate comment <coughs> pretty much everybody makes a highly inappropriate comment for working with children what do you mean only that one guy was pretty bad. 
And then everybody was fine with it. Okay, that that's accurate, yeah. Yeah. There is a weird well, no. amount of adults that are inappropriate with children in this movie. Robert Earl Jones was like, that's they not, do- they're kind of young for that. His exact words were, they're too young for what you're talking about. With a laugh. <laughs> he laughed about it. And then the pedophile guy was like, mm, they're too old. And he kept sucking on some weird long string thing. Who was sucking on a string? Fucking the, the pedophile guy. Oh, yeah, it's like just some, like this apron thing. Yeah, he's just it's chewing on it. Like, it's the oh. cook. It's the cook. Because yeah. that has to come back later. Because yeah, as important. we find out, poor Angela does not speak. She is still traumatized from watching her brother and dad be murdered by a boat, by a boat at Camp Arawak, where she is now going for the first yeah, time. That's actually a terrible fucking idea. Just be like, I know eight years ago, the worst thing that has ever happened to you has happened to you. Would you like to go there and go swimming again? I think you're good enough to go back. And we're just going to tell everybody this is where the worst thing ever happened to you. Like two people are going to know about it. Everyone else is going to treat you like shit, though. Nobody else knew about it. Her cousin was the only person that would have known about it. And he never brought that up. He was never like, leave her alone. She's traumatized because this. No, I think it was known. Like, I think at least a few, because they were like, this is the this is the cousin that Ricky told us about. Oh, so I'm true. assuming that he at least filled her, filled him in like, hey, my cousin's dad and brother died on this lake. She's coming here. Be nice. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Because even though it was closing in the very beginning eight years ago, it, it had reopened. not. It had never closed, it seems like. Because yeah. Ricky had been going there for a long time. Yeah, for years. Like, probably since he was seven. So, Like, his best cl- friend was there. I think it his closed. His best friend in the world. I think it closed for probably a year. Probably, like, for, like, 15 minutes. It was probably in the process of being purchased in that time. Yeah. So, it's, like, for, for half of a summer, it was closed. Yeah, and the next summer, like, just picked right up, and they're like, oh, you really only lost out on a month of I business? I really just think that that was unnecessary. Like, it didn't add anything. It just made confusion that we have right now. Where we're trying to figure out what, how long it was closed for. Oh, do you know what I realized? There wasn't a reason for it to uh, for them to pan past that. It's it's because there was that mattress out on the steps, and I went, "Do you think that was a mistake?" And you were like, "No, I don't think so." It was so that that made sense. They were like, "Fuck, there was a mattress on the step." <laughs> we gotta go back closed. and refilm and act like it was closed one time. Yeah, and then for years it's been open, and the mattress has just been here. <laughs> Sitting outside. Yeah. They, they just needed... They, it was a continuity thing. Outside of that, though, Camp Arawak is like the most wild fucking kids summer camp thing in the entire world. Oh, yeah. Like, imagine... There's no rules. Yeah. Imagine Lord of the Flies. The kids seemed in charge. The adults... I mean, most of the adults seemed to be trying to fuck the kids. So, like... No, you can you know imagine how little no. rules there were. Most of the adults were actually really nice and not that bad. Um, except the teenage counselors were all assholes. Oh, worst people. The adult in the world. counselors were the nicest dudes in the world. The really, really jacked dudes was two of them were super nice. Two jacked dudes. Both of those guys were the nicest people in the world. Yeah, they cared about the kids summer camp. Problem was barely ever around. And also nobody else did. Not a single <laughs> other person <laughs> that worked for this camp gave a shit about these kids. Yeah. Most of them were actively trying to either hustle these kids out of their money or assault them, assault these kids or or I'm going to say it again. Sleep with these kids. 
Not the counselors. Not the counselors. There was two men. Oh, yeah. Judy wasn't a counselor. Sorry. Judy was Judy was a counselor. No, she was just an older kid there. Oh. She wasn't at that counselor meeting that happened later on. So I'm assuming she's not a counselor. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Meg was the counselor. Meg was a counselor. The, the one guy was trying to sleep with. She wasn't, okay. she wasn't a kid But the there. one counselor was hooking up with Judy. Which one? The, the, the one in the yellow shirt. He was a counselor, wasn't he? It's possible. I it's don't possible. know. But he probably could. Like, was Everybody, he one of the younger ones or was he one of the old that's ones? That's the whole thing. Everybody in this movie looked either weirdly. Everyone looked weirdly old, except for the ones that looked like age appropriate. No, there was definitely like kid kids in this. And then there was like an entire cabin that was like, are those grown men? Yeah. At one point, I was like, they're all 30. Like pretty early on into the movie. Um they're all introducing everybody and we find out that everybody is going to bully Angela for zero reason whatsoever. None. Just because she's not bothering them, they feel the need that they her they have to harass her. Cuz she's a quiet, shy kid. They have to treat her terribly. Meg the one counselor has taken it into her authority to help Judy bully this girl who has done nothing. She's just there sitting quietly and they're just like Fuck you. And I'm just going to use, once again, I'm going to use 80s terminology. Judy was the camp slut. That's the only way to describe her. That's what her whole character persona seemed to be built around. But it wasn't working. It wasn't She was working. like, you want to hook up? And people were like, yeah, let's hook up. I have to leave. Yeah. She was, she, she didn't like, she was built to be the camp slut. But then at the same point, they were like, we can't really go that hard on that. No, though. she was supposed to be the the horror girl, the, the whatever one. I mean, she was definitely a mean girl. Like she was she was the definition of a mean girl bully. And the one person she could have hooked up with, she was too busy bullying his like cousin because he was like, you want to do what we did last year? And she was like, no. That's true. It's so weird. I don't get her character in general. Her character was just there to be mean to Angela. They didn't need to make her the slutty girl then. They could have just made her a bully. She wasn't even slutty. She was but just they kept alluding trying. to it. She was just trying. She was like, "Do you want to?" And that a lot of the guys were like, though. "No." <laughs> It's so weird because it wasn't necessary. No, there's a lot of unnecessary things. Her character was complete as just being an uber bitch to Angela. Yeah, like the moment Angela was just there and just like, fuck you. You fuck what do you fuck you? Apparently looking at her was enough to just be like, I fucking hate this girl. Yeah. She tried to like physically attack her over looking at her and then for 30 the one seconds. counselor had to physically assault the other counselor because that counselor was like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Stop it, you loser. I will say this movie pers- like perfectly captured how children will just latch on to an idea even if they have zero provocation or reason to agree with another kid. If another kid's like, I don't like you, another kid will just be like, yeah, we don't like you. <laughs> No perfectly captured you. Yeah, it perfectly captured that. Be like, we said we don't like you, so nobody here is gonna like you. Perfectly. It also also did that well with the the kids that were like, oh yeah, you know what? Let's try to be nice. And then the moment they didn't get the reaction they wanted, they're like, 
I hate you. Yeah. Why aren't you talking to me? Why don't you want to come get naked at the lake with me? You suck. Never speak to me again. She never yeah. spoke to them. Never. Never once. Never once. Angela barely spoke to fucking anybody. No, she she didn't speak until like halfway through the movie. It was a long time. I literally looked at him and went, are you sure she talks? Yeah, I was like, yeah. He was doubting it for a little bit. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> he's like, I'm I pretty sure. think she I talks. I swear I heard her talk in this movie. <laughs> I know she has lines. Uh, it was it was great. But the first kill of the movie happens pretty early on. And it uh, maybe a kill. It, it wasn't I've, a kill. It was a maiming. The man's not dead, but I think he's supposed to have died. I think like, if you look it up, he's dead. He's gravely injured. Uh, he screamed for possibly 10 minutes straight without so, stopping. Yeah. <laughs> There's an unknown amount of time that passes with them at camp uh, because the assumption is that Angela hasn't eaten in a while. Or I think it was like two days. I think it was. I think they said it was two days. She hasn't eaten. Yeah. Um. So the nicest counselor guy, he's like the lead counselor. Yeah. He's uh, jerked. He he gets Angela and he's like, let's go to the kitchen. I'll help you find something good. Which Goes, makes everyone hate her more. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you fucking spoiled bitch. <laughs> fucking I think that's the not, exact line. Not talking to us. Not eating you piece of shit. I think the exact line is spoiled bitch. Yeah, they do. They definitely called her that. So he takes her out and he's like, I'll get you some ice cream. Will you eat ice cream? Not saying anything. She's fucking catatonic. Uh, you know, once again, she's like 50 feet away from where her parent where her parent died. Eyes are fucking solidly locked wide open. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw her blink. <laughs> no, her eyes were never more than wide open. It was a very Wednesday kind of feeling. So he takes her into the kitchen. He's like offering her ice cream, trying to figure out what she'd want. For some reason, he gets pulled away and he's like, oh, don't worry. This super kind, nice chef guy will take care of you. That's just looking at you, licking his lips. And he's like, oh, girl, mm, you know what? Mm, I know what you want. And so he takes We have her, it in the walk-in freezer. It's in the walk-in. You, you have to come with me. Don't tell anything. anybody we're going in here. Everybody don't pay attention to what's happening. He goes in there, starts unbuckling his pants immediately immediately uh and then her her cousin comes in so he like fucking goes the fucking like almost beats the shit out of this kid he throws this kid against the the fucking shelves like so hard he committed to this part of his role so good that kid definitely got hurt in real life like that actor got hurt from this yeah there's yeah. no way that was done safely yeah I, he was so convincing as a pedophile. Yeah. It makes you wish that it happened to him for real. Yeah. What, like, you can't happen, act yeah. that good. You must be that. Yeah. It was crazy. So they escape. <laughs> they escape. And then like Jared's favorite thing in the world happens. Well, one. No, it's not my favorite. The greatest the, camera technique of all time. First, of, I do want to say once again, why I hate every adult in this movie except for the two guys that were super nice it's because this man was just in the freezer with two children and he comes out still buckling his pants and obviously flustered yeah. like something happened in there and everyone's like, just like he's well, cool gotta keep can you check on our four foot tall pot that's on the three foot tall stove so it's seven feet in the air 
And then he gets mad that he burned himself. It's like, duh. It's still a giant metal pot. Yeah, you fucking dumb dumb. Just because it takes a while for the heat to get to the top of it. And he's like, it still hasn't boiled. Man, oh my gosh. If you think about this, I thought it was oil. Mm-hmm. You said it's probably water. Because they were making corn. They were gonna they were gonna make the corn in that giant pot. Either way, how many gallons of water had to be in that? Oh, so many. It was four we know, feet tall. We know that like a ca- 10 gallon jug of water is only like two feet. They had to have been like 30, 40 gallons of water in that. Yeah. I don't know why you would need that. Even cooking like a lot of food. How is that helpful? It just being tall. Yeah. Plus like wouldn't it being wider be more helpful than it being tall? Yeah. Because the stuff at the top isn't going to cook as well. Yeah. It's just got so so much further for it to like travel. I've never seen that in ever. real life ever anywhere else. It looked like they took like a like one of those huge propane cans and were just like we need a a a big pot. Let's just cut the top of it off and fucking weld handles to it and it's perfect. Like I don't think that those are real. And if they are real, can someone out there tell me why you need a 4 foot tall but still normally with pot. <laughs> like, why do you need that? Even like I watch like TikTok people that cook like hundreds of pounds of food at once and their pots are real big, but they're not tall like that. Yeah. Just wider. Yeah. It's it's so it's why I think it was a custom job. It had to be and it had to have been just so that this could happen. Yeah. So the camera comes in. We are the person. We are the camera. Uh, we're, we're low to the ground. We're crouching. <laughs> we're like hiding. We're scurrying like a little mouse. We're like a slithery little snake because it's like oddly short. Yeah, this is straight POV camera, which is the reason why Kyle said that I love this shot is because I actually did love this shot because this was once again filmed in 1983. I don't know if you know what cameras were like, you know, for our younger audience. Cameras didn't used to just be the size of little boxes. They were fucking humongous. They weighed like hundreds of pounds at one time. What if it was like a pen camera? Did they have those? How did spies do stuff? I don't know how spies. You're not supposed to know how spies do stuff. That's kind (laughs) of their job. Uh But no, I mean, like this was still a film camera. This was all shot on film. You're super agile. So somebody was moving around with at least a fucking 60 pound camera on their shoulder fucking nimbly moving it around up down like around things peeking around corners this person operating this camera had to have been fucking yoked yeah this was a well done pov shot it was really good it was one of the best pov shots that i've seen from like an 80s movie and then uh, a hand an adult man's an adult hand, adult man's hand, reaches out and grabs a chair and shakes it a little bit, and this man falls down. He's like, "You motherfucker!" Like he could have just gotten down at that point. Yeah, you could also he like stayed like hung can, over this. You can pot. like push yourself back. He, he could have done. He could have rolled to the side. He could have done like a whole bunch of it's, other things. It's not like that was the only thing. Like he, <laughs> it's not like he was floating there. Yeah. Then another grown man hand comes. Out. We have to specifically say that because 
It was definitely a grown man's Based hand. off who the killer is in the end, is, this is an odd thing. Yeah. Uh, yanks the stool all the way out. He falls, grabs the pot, because everybody in this movie just grabs shit that they don't <laughs> need to. They're like, I need to make this as dramatic a fall as possible. Pulls it down on himself and just sits there screaming and boiling. And like the special effects in this movie are actually awesome. Really good. They're, you can like, I think they saved the money on actors and invested <laughs> fully in the, the greatest cameraman ever and fucking really good special effects. Jared's like sitting there watching the scene. He's like, why is this so long? And I'm like, I don't know, because I think each one of those boils had a pop first because the whole yeah. time he's just got these pulsating like boy, like, burns like heat blisters. Him. As someone who was basically like that man, you have heat blisters and they do they you you can feel them pulsate. And if if they're really, really full, you can actually see them pulsate with your heartbeat. Um so that does actually happen. What? It's not like you that. Band-aids on when I saw you. It's not that like dramatic, but like the the ones on my hands. For those that don't know, I was extremely badly burned. He was burned um, one time. And the ones on my hands, actually, the ones that were covered, when they took it off before they cut everything open, when my heart would beat, I can see it kind of like flex. But it was like all of them would kind of like. Is it was not pretty. That's so gross. So this was actually kind of accurate. Um, with how that works, but they were kind of like all going willy nilly, and it was yeah, they're it, just doing it. They're it was cool though. It was a really you know good he effect. Was cooking, yeah, he was definitely still sizzling, and the whole shit was since he fell, and it was still just like on him. This was still boiling his skin, like he's just sitting there boiling, basically. Oh yeah, I swear I watched something or read something. He died, but. As far as we know, he's not dead. He when the doctor said the doctors basically said they're like were they were like best case scenario. He's, he's not hurt, just crazy. hurt really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, but what about his eyes? Which was like an odd question, but I guess the assumption is his eyes boiled. I, I guess yeah. It that would have been a really bad thing. To there have. was weird follow ups, and then Mel is essentially the, the mayor of the town that jaws took place oh in. my god yeah because he's like nobody say anything about this this was an accident don't speak about it we don't want to scare the children he gave james earl jones's dad a raise <laughs> yeah like an extra 50 dollars a month and then like an extra 15 for all his cooks yeah well it was 50 a week an extra was it a week an extra 50 dollars a week that's not bad that's not bad um, especially back in 83, like that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good right there. It's a good raise, but he gave all the cooks a raise. And then he was like, nobody sees nothing. He paid them off so good that they just weren't in the rest of the movie. <laughs> that's true. You never <laughs> see the cooks again. They're like an integral part of the first, like 30 minutes of the movie. And then they're just gone, just completely gone. Like you need, you need to get a good raise to phase out of reality. There's still scenes where in, in like the mess hall, but like no more cooks, no more cooks. Don't eat them anymore. So what happens after that? So yeah, this is, don't tell nobody becomes the thing. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. Accidents happen. Um I mean I don't I don't remember exactly like scene by scene, honestly. Yeah. Um but uh I know the dance was shortly after this. Okay. So we'll go to that then cuz there's just more bullying of Angela. For most part, there was also all the, the filler also scenes are just people. Game. Oh, yeah, the baseball scene was great though. You loved that. Yeah, we're a bunch of 12-year-olds 
whooped the fuck out of 18-year-old counselors that looked 33. I don't think those were all counselors. I'm pretty sure <laughs> one of them was a counselor. The rest of them were just old. No, they definitely weren't. Only one of them had like could have been a counselor because the rest of them were at the dance the, as the picture was people. the picture was a counselor. I yeah, know that's that. the only one. I well the the redhead kid, the redhead kid was a counselor. I think. I don't, I don't know. So. It looked like a bunch of thirty year olds playing a bunch of twelve year olds, and the twelve year olds whooped the shit out of the thirty year olds. Yeah, they won five dollars per some per player. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was oh. per man because they were like a dollar a man. And he was like, that's kind of steep. What about five dollars? And I'm like, that's not how you use that. Negotiate. <laughs> you don't use that exact. Like, you should be like, that's kind of steep. And he's like, well, that's as low as I'll go. Be that's like, too much money. Make it fifty dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like, you wouldn't do that exact. Kind of, I don't even know how you make that. I think you would probably agree to a dollar, lose, and then say five dollars. That's how you hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to let people feel good and just be like, oh man. You know what it was though? And it's because hustle. It's because those other kids were like, We're six foot, they're fucking five two. We've got this. But if somebody goes, Man, a dollar's a lot, make it five, you're gonna go, there's a fucking reason. <laughs> I, they're dumb kids that are way too confident. Still, I would have been like, you just put up Jared, five dollars of everybody else's money. I'm an adult man. I don't know if you know that. I just want to let you know. <laughs> everybody out there, Kyle's an adult man. I'm an adult man person, and I have to you been like, I guarantee, I bet you, whatever, whatever, that this is true. And I was like, I know I'm wrong. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> But you're not betting other people's money. <laughs> you're not like, hey, I'll give you $20 of Matt's money. <laughs> and Matt's just like, sure. <laughs> I would be like, he's right. I don't want to fuck with it. I'd be like, two people just put $20 on the line <laughs> saying that he was right. That other guy had no idea what was going on. He, this wasn't even a conversation involving him. Those kids wanted the fist fight after this baseball game too. the older guys after they lost like somehow it was the other kids fault, which yes, yes, it were, is their fault. They you were lost better. the game because they're yeah. gooder than you. It's also your fault for being not good at this game. Yeah, it was slow pitch softball. Just you could have honestly won the game if you would have pitched the ball faster. <laughs> well, that kids coach was. I don't know. No, I think they were still slow pitching. No, the the big buff dude who was with the kids, he was pitching a lot faster than the guy that was pitching for the old dudes. I don't know. I could have swore that all of them were still underhand, very oh, slow. Oh, it was underhand still, but he was, was like doing that thing where they do the, the wind up and they spin the ball around. I don't know. I don't remember that. I, as someone who played baseball and also slow pitch softball, it looked like slow pitch softball. I don't know, man. I never played either. I played t-ball. Slow pitch softball is very, very easy. Um, it's just there's the, the athleticism comes in. It, you get you run a lot because everyone's getting hits. How about that double play, though? That was a good was double play. Sweet. Honestly, the little kids were really good at baseball. <laughs> like, like they were surprised. Like they probably were on a championship little league team. I'm telling you, the older kids, their confidence was just the fact that they were taller. Yeah. 
which, had to have been. Which is a pretty big help in baseball because you can catch, catch the balls. ball that goes <laughs> up higher. But uh, yeah, the next thing that ends up happening after that is the dance then because yeah. one of those children specifically, one who was ba- like, he was pretty up in the front during the baseball game starting the shit. Yeah. The kid with the long hair who's all like, yeah, blah, blah, we're going to kick your ass, blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. Nerd stuff. Um, they go to the dance, and it's him and his one best friend. They like smoking weed together, apparently, and laughing a lot. They're at the dance, and they're complaining that there's not enough girls to go skinny dipping. Dance. Is that what they're trying to do? Yeah, because they were like, nobody wants to go skinny dipping with 15 guys and five girls. I thought they were just complaining that there wasn't enough girls at the dance, and I was like, there are. And then I was like, Oh, they're little girls, though. Yeah, I think it. I, I, like, I think I it was only like had to do to with figure the out what dipping. was happening. Okay, it was the skinny dipping. So then they apparently ditched the whole "let's talk to older girls" because they're like, "Let's talk to Angela" because she's weird. She's somewhere in between the right age range. We yeah. don't know. We don't understand who's who. How old anyone is? Nobody's age. There's is obvious ones, and there's not. There's confusing ones. Yeah, but they. They sit there complaining, and then one of them are like, you guys should just talk to Angela. So they go over. They try. It doesn't go anywhere. They get mad because she doesn't speak to them. They immediately get like, I'm going to insult you to your fucking core. Using a lot of really hard, mean words. Yeah. They really start ripping into her. And then her cousin is wearing a cowboy hat now. He's a cowboy. He's a cowboy. He comes in with his best friend and he's like, I'm going to kick your asses because he immediately jumps to violence yeah. and cursing. Yep. And it is amazing. You know that this kid had the time of his life because oh every, yeah. like, every time he was on, it was either like, I'm good at baseball or what's up, baby? Or fuck you, you fucking, fucking, fucking pecker fuckers, fucking fucking fucks. Yeah. He called a lot of, there was a lot of people being called like pecker heads. And chicken shit. And chicken shit. Yeah. yeah. Those are like two you fucking big ones. fuckers. And just Angela being referred to as a bitch constantly. For no, <laughs> reason. no reason. Did For nothing to anybody. Quiet. She's just there being a shy, quiet person. And everyone's like, fuck you, Angela. And like Judy just appears out of the shadows to just do that. Literally, Judy's entire summer, she and that first day determined, I am never going to be more than three feet away from Angela. Wasn't there, wasn't there one right near her just because the moment something happens, I'm going to slink onto the screen, call her a bitch, say something mean, and then walk away. Was it her or was it Angela where like at one point they like the bad guy creeped up into the scene. Angela bad guy creeped up. (laughs) Unfortunately, I told Jared right away. I don't think he would have guessed it otherwise but it was my selling pitch no i totally i totally would have guessed it you would never have guessed the ending i totally would have guessed it you would not have guessed that she was her brother i'm sorry i gave that away already spoilers the moment the moment that they were like don't ask about the physicals i would have been like why and also i was like they're not talking for way too long you wouldn't have guessed it there's a lot plus also when we get to the part that i'm going to talk about I, i will tell you why i also thought about that I was, I mean, even though you told me, I was like, th- I, I was, I was tracking it in my head where I'm like, this is where I would have been putting this together. Anyway, 
Uh, this scene then turns into a giant brawl between just Ricky, his friend, and like seven dudes. Seven way older kids. And Ricky was winning to the point where he was the one that got in trouble. Yeah, he got pulled off. Like the other kids, it was like, get out. And they're like, you are coming with me, you fucking troublemaking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, he got drug off. Ricky is equivalent to Craig from The Intruder. <laughs> He's super strong. He's so good at fighting. He's but he so was on the bottom everything. of the dog pile, so it's even yeah. funnier. I think it was just because he just yelled the most things out loud. Yeah. Yeah. He, he definitely had the mouth of a sailor. But uh, so, yeah, they all get kicked out. The boys, they go off, do their skinny dipping thing. And so his, many asses on screen at one time. Ricky's best friend is like, what's up, Angela? I'm so sorry about that. How are you doing? Ricky told me about you. I think I love you. How are you? And she's like, there was de- there was definitely a hey, baby kind of like moment to it. Like, yeah. that's the feel that it got. And he was trying. And then finally, she's just like. Good night. And it's the first time she speaks to anybody in this movie. And I was like, see, I told you she said words. That was when he kind of breathed a breath of relief. (laughs) He was like, oh, thank God she speaks. I knew she spoke. I knew she had whole lines. I knew she says more than that. I knew the whole time she spoke. The rest of the movie, she acts like a normal person, except for like brief moments where the moment someone is confrontational at all, right back to the beginning of the movie. She, I don't think she speaks to adults at all. No, she does. Like, she's pretty normal, except then whenever Judy and Meg give her a hard time, she goes, like, back to it. But no, I couldn't. I don't remember her talking to, like, the, the to Mel, uh, the, the, the nice camp counselor. Anytime they spoke to her, she still didn't respond. I, st- I swear she responded to somebody. I think it was the one that looked 40. The teenage girl. That was 40. The one that slapped the other one? Yeah. Yeah. Like everything, everything about from her personality to how her hair was done to everything. Everything about her was just like, you are a mature woman and you are too nice to be working at this camp. This is a camp full of mean people. You and the other two guys should go start your own camp with rules that care about kids. Well, I mean, I don't know. Insurance, probably. While while they were nice, they also still weren't paying attention a lot to what's happening. How are you going to pay attention to 57 kids when there's three good counselors? When all the counselors are in that one room (laughs) and they're all dancing and they're fucking a giant brawl breaks out. You think that could have stopped faster? Oh, yeah. Well, they needed to wait for the strong guys. <laughs> like, That's what it is. They were like, oh, weird. Man, where's the guy with the short shorts? He needs to come here real quick. Where's the guy him. with the the humongous pecs? The dude who was wearing a polo shirt that was like the mullet of polo shirts. Yeah, exactly. Like you need that guy to break up a fight. You're not gonna ask freaking Susie to break up the fight. There was the blue shirt guy. He was mostly wearing a blue shirt. That was the guy that got I think like. He did only wear a blue shirt. All of his <laughs> shirts are blue. Yeah. It was like the way that you could realize that it was the same guy because he went from like pale to like the darkest tan I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, for anybody who knows me in real life, I'm pretty dark. This dude blew me out of the water. Started pretty white. Yeah. Ended <laughs> way darker than me. We were like, is that it was the incredible. same guy? It was incredible. He had some sort of like like Caribbean or something in him because he he tanned so good and so fast. I think like most of the rest of this movie takes place in like two days. 
There's like there's an unknown n- amount of time for a while that they're in it, and Angela's just getting bullied, and like little things are happening yeah. here and there. There's no way they let so many people die <laughs> in a single summer. Yeah, like and it, like have it go on for well, more than a month. On that note, it's time to go skinny dipping. We see like mad people with the exact same ass tan line <laughs> run into the pool. And then the two stoner guys were like, oh, I want to take a girl out into the boat. And I was really concerned they were both going to take one girl out into the boat and it was going to yeah. be something worse. But it was just the one kid. And this girl is like seemingly into him. Yeah. Like this kid probably had a chance. And for no reason whatsoever, he's like, oh, there's snakes and snapping turtles and flips the boat. And it's like, why did you do that? And she was an Olympic level swimmer, swims from like the middle of the lake all the way to back to shore in like seconds. And then all his friends are there making fun of her. And it's like, what, what are you doing to help your friend? Yeah. You guys planned this. This is not a good use of your time like they're like they're like slut shaming her they're like i bet you were doing things in the boat be like what i didn't hear that i just heard the one guy grabbed his dick and was shaking it what the fuck like he grabbed his crotch it was just like i bet you were doing a little bit of the boat i I was busy listening to the one friend who clearly helped him plot it was like how about them snakes and snapping turtles yeah it was weird like they're, uh, they're it's like they were trying to shame her and she she was clearly visible the whole time, not doing anything. Yeah, nothing went any way whatsoever. Yeah, but that kid decided he was just gonna stay with that collapsed kayak for ever. Like, what did he think was gonna happen? Like, he's like he, calling that girl. Like, did he think she would be like, "That was so funny. Let's make I, out under the boat." I think that was his plan. I think in his brain, he was like, "I'm gonna flip it. She's gonna be like, you're such an asshole," and she's gonna get scared and go underneath, and then he's gonna go underneath, and they're gonna look into each other's eyes, and she'd be like, "This is actually weirdly romantic," and then they were gonna make out while treading water the whole time <laughs> <laughs> underneath the boat <laughs> underneath the boat you know the oh. most romantic thing ever to do one of the most exhausting exercises yeah while kissing and this goes on again for too long this was a thing with 80s horror movies things went on for too long yeah he's there he's calling for what was her name linda and then he, he sure, moves past sure, that. Linda. He's just having a whole fucking conversation with himself. He was like, gabby, 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 dabby, doo, doo. He's, like, I don't know he's what putting he was on saying. like a little show for himself. Like he's singing songs, being whatever. And then a head pops up out of the water. And he's like, what are you doing here? And then the most confusing drowning of all time happens. Because he waved goodbye to the camera. Like he was like, bye. <laughs> That's not why it was confusing. I'm gone. It's just like, have you ever tried to push someone underwater while you're treading water? You know what happens? You go underwater. Yeah. And they didn't. What were they standing on? Freaking. They brought boxes. How shallow was the water? They brought there? boxes with them. <laughs> they had apple cartons underneath the water and they were standing on them. I've, I've never just like pushed someone's head down into the water while treading water and not changed my position at all that's a hundred percent accurate but once again this guy apparently didn't fight it at all no no he just fucking took that he was like i did deserve this for and then he waved to the camera (laughs) he literally went by and then all his friends are like billy i don't know his name what are you doing he seemed like a billy you coming back no 
All right, bye. We're going to go back to the thing now. And they left him. They left him in the middle of a lake. Just left at night. In a capsized boat. In a capsized boat. Didn't think about it. Didn't check on him. Didn't care. At didn't all. tell a all single just, person. They all just went back. Uh, and then the next day, we get one of the ruder camp counselors outside. No, I think he just hated his job. Oh, he hated it so much. I don't, think he, he, I don't think he hated the kids. I think he just hated the fact that he had to that, clean up after. Them. I think he had to well, do the, the manual fuck? labor. It looked like it was a kiddie pool and they put picnic tables in it and he's yeah. like sitting there throwing his shit. And he's like these fucking pecker heads. All the this is the guy who said pecker heads a bunch. Yeah, he did. And then he used it later in the movie too. He just called someone a pecker head randomly. Yeah, he's complaining about his boss like his boss is a fat piece of shit. He should get out here and clean up. I hate cleaning. Then he falls down and then he's like they put this fucking he's not actually cleaning anything. He was just, he's just throwing, complaining about it. He, he threw like throwing two chairs throwing chairs to shore through one or two chairs complained about all of it walked past half the mess to be like there's a boat here he was like add cleaning he was, a- he was just picking <laughs> random things there was a boat clearly where a boat should be on but the shoreline upside down <laughs> and he was like complaining that the kids put the boat there and he flips it up and then there's a dead body a really good one once again yeah it's really good special effects and the snake coming out of the mouth of a lot smaller snake that i was expecting it's a water snake. It was a little tiny snake. It was a corn snake. That was straight up a corn snake. Yeah, but. it was a little tiny snake, but it was good. It was a, the, the special effects of the body were really good. Yeah, like they didn't look like really like most horror film dead bodies. Like it didn't really look like rubber. Yeah, it looks like maybe they put makeup and a snake in this kid's mouth. I don't know. It was very unblinking. I think it might have been like a Angela wax was unblinking. That is true. <laughs> but no, yeah, the special effects are super awesome. I'm going to have to look up who did it. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. Um, but yeah, so that one's dead. Once again, cops show up. Um, and Mel is like, Mel is like don't fucking. That was an know. accident, right? And they're like, we don't know. We got to do an autopsy. He's like, nah, clearly this kid was stupid. He went out swimming. And he can't. Yeah. And it's an accident. And then the cop's like, I, I got to check the autopsy. And then his the main, nice, the nice, nice counselor's like, I don't know, man. Maybe we should let them. And he's like, it's an accident. And starts screaming. Yeah, it's it. Honestly, if I was that cop, I'd be like, did you kill this kid? And then he played the victim because after yeah. all of that, he looks at the cops like, no, I got to go tell this kid his parents. He's dead. And it's like, what? what? One, that's not your job. I feel like that's a police job. I mean, he probably should have been on the phone, but the cop also should have gone with him. Like, because the, the parents are probably going to want to talk to the police officer. I thought the police usually did that in person. Uh, it's a summer camp, so the kid probably might not have been from the area. Yeah, but they would send a police officer to go do it, you would think. No, usually you would call and you'd be like, hey, they did. I don't know. If you're if you're a camp counselor and you guys get a dead kid. Dead kid. What do you do? Email us at rumors at gmail.com. Or dark rum stories. Wrong, 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 wrong show. Wrong show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have too many shows. Too many shows, too many emails. Um. So yeah, he goes off on the it's an accident again. Two dead bot, one probably dead guy, and one dead kid. These are all accidents. Nothing is happening yet. There's no killer. We're two weeks into summer. Two weeks in the summer at camp. You know we can't shut it down. He's all worrying about this. Yeah. 
So the next thing, you know, these kids are having like the world's most dangerous water balloon fight on a fucking roof. Probably not the next thing, you know, but it's the next thing that like really stands out. Because there's resonates. a lot of filler scenes. There's yeah. a lot of just like bullying Angela. Being mean to Angela. <laughs> being mean to Angela. I'm no so reason. upset with the level of bullying that she tolerated. And it was fucked up. There's a water balloon fight on the roof of a cabin. There's adults around. Don't give a shit. Nobody says a fucking word. Fucking, they start throwing the water balloons, hit Angela in the chest. Hard. Uh, hard. She, like, sits down and starts her. crying about it. Uh, and then her, her cousin just starts going in you fucking pieces of shit fuck you i'll fucking kill shit, you you fuck, fucking fuck, 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 you fuck shit fucks. fucks uh and the counselor the owner mel comes over and he's like oh you were in so much trouble you guys get down from there you could put someone's eye out and he's like oh you little fucking ricky oh you're in so much trouble you're in trouble primarily because of your mouth <laughs> You're Which in is trouble. what he said. He's like, you're in trouble for your mouth. You're in trouble, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang on to this memory for later. Yeah. Wait, we did miss, we did, we did miss one. So in the boys' cabin in bunk nineteen, right? I think that's what it was. Bunk nineteen. Oh, like the best thing ever, because Ricky's also kind of a dick. They play a lot of pranks, particularly on the fat Just nerdy this kid. One kid. He's not even fat. He's fatter than them. Didn't you see that he had a button-up shirt and it was open a little bit because the shirt was too small to go over his stomach? He was the fat kid. I don't even think he had a stomach. I think he just buttoned his shirt badly. I think he was supposed to be the fat kid. What was the first prank they did on him where that, he, it was less violent? They they put a they put a towel over his eyes and they were saying that, you know, because they're hypnotizing him, he's not going to be able to do a sit up no matter oh, how hard he right. tries. That's right. And the kid pulled down his pants and put his bare ass out and then he did a sit up and then his face went into the kid's ass cheeks. You he know, went into his butt crack. He was nose deep in ass. Yeah. Uh, that was right before the baseball scene. Yeah. <laughs> we was, missed that. Yeah, because it was filler. Um, we're just really getting to the murder stuff. But yeah, but it's it's showing Ricky is kind of a prankster and a bit of an asshole also. Prankster, asshole. Prankster and an asshole. And he fucked with the wrong kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he does a classic shaving cream prank, puts shaving cream in his hands, tickles him with the fucking sock that fucking you jizz in. Used sock. You definitely used a cum sock. Kid smacks himself in the face with the shaving cream. And Ricky's like, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm running away. And the kid immediately pulls out a buck knife. And it's like, what the fuck? And he was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> and Ricky's still just like, oh, no. Oh, oh you're going to kill oh, me. <laughs> and just is running away while still making fun of him. The level in which this is not taken serious is amazing. Like this kid's chasing him with a knife. He's making I'm gonna kill you. Making fun of the kid still. The camp counselor comes in and goes, What are you doing? Give me that. You don't get this back now. <laughs> That's he's like, the he, amount of trouble this kid got. He in. said, You're not gonna get this back until the end of the summer. If then, and then he complained a little bit, and he I said, think "The other you'll kids get complained for summer. him." I think Ricky complained for him too. And then he was like, "Okay, you'll see it at the end of the summer." I the only reason I wanted to say that is because that knife is important. That was the knife that was used later, many times. Yeah, but that that was the exact knife that got used. But that was more for us than it was for anybody else, because like it's not like it was like known what was happening by yeah. anyone else. Yeah, but for the audience, being like, "Hey, this knife." Chekhov's gun. It's gonna be important. Dun, dun, dun. Underneath the underneath the towels. 
But not immediately now, because what we have to do is we have to get revenge on the water balloon guys. That's true. So what do we do? We pick the the leader. This is the one time the group of like 30 year old dudes has kids with them. And it's like even more confusing. Yeah. Like there's a little chubby blonde kid who's just like flipping people off, but he's like doing it like (laughs) he's never done it before. And like he's like, like, it's like the only line he gets to the front of the group and he's like, fuck you. But he doesn't say anything. Yeah, it's just middle fingers flying. He like we made the joke that he got paid every time he flipped someone off. And that's the only reason he was doing it so much. He was like, mom, I got to. I get a dollar. I get paid per middle finger. So the the leader of the the old kid crew, Bunk Nineteen, isn't that what that one is? Cabin Nineteen, whatever. Yeah, well, I think that's Ricky's one. I don't know if they were actually in Bunk Nineteen, but the the old kids, the old kids. uh, He goes and he's he's like, I gotta take a shit, guys. I gotta take a wicked dump. (laughs) Yeah, that's what he said. (laughs) He said that. Uh, they were off to like some other social thing because they. There's a lot of accents in this movie that we couldn't place. Let's just say that. And while he's in there, someone comes in, uh, puts a stick to lock all the bathroom stall doors. Because being a bathroom stall doors are solid as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Can't break those. And then this person like runs outside. Just (laughs) uses that buck knife. To cut open the screen, and this guy, not he's like barely caring about what's happening. Like, I think I'd be like a little freaked out by the sound of a screen cutting. Also, once again, he's in a stall. There is a large window behind him. It's like shoulder height, though. I don't know. The it, person was reaching above their head. I guess. I don't know. It's still kind of weird <laughs> to have a window that big be shoulder height. It was at the top of the wall, but it went down really far. Anyway, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Nobody was looking at this man's ass like you were concerned about. You were so concerned that if you ever had to use this bathroom from this movie that people would see your ass. And you know what the thing is about I'm that? I'm still fear? concerned about it. No one's going to see your ass, Jared. You know what? I've, I'm, I have a fear that if I leave windows open at night, a sniper is going to shoot me. Are we going to go to Camp Arawak so you can take a shit in this bathroom? Yeah please like we're gonna we're gonna be starting a patreon soon and one of the things is gonna be send the dark run podcast to camp airwax so jerry can take a shit in the bathroom and we'll send all of the patrons a picture of me going into the stall we have a better chance of going camp crystal lake because i know where that is um this is in new jersey and i've been near there we'll just do some research on where this was filmed and we'll figure it out anyway so the person cuts it open and then just like jiggles some bees <laughs> You know, it's just you collect bees. They, they, I think they just cut off a stick that had a beehive on it and carefully carried it. You know, the bees were nice and chill that whole time. And then they just jiggled it a little bit and this guy died. Yeah. Uh, once again, really good dead body. Really good dead body. I had to ask Jared if this is what bee stings look like because I'm not allergic and he is. And he's like, no. There was it like, looks like they're burrowing into his skin. They there was definitely bees crawling out of his skin. And I was like, that's not what it looks like. Like I've been stung a lot. Like that's how I became allergic. Um but yeah, and it didn't look like that. It just looked I like don't a lot understand. of welts. I thought the more of venom you ingested, the more you can take later. Yeah, over a sh- like small amounts over a long period of time, not being stung twenty six times. This kid was stung at least twenty six times. This kid was stung like fucking hundred times which i mean i guess they would have to be they were just 
all those bees would be dead. Yeah, and they didn't look like there was that many bees. It's not like it was a giant swarm or a big nest. Yeah, I don't know. There, there, there would have had to have been hundreds of them, but then there also would have been hundreds of this dead bees. This is one of the kills that makes the least sense, but was still fun. It looked cool. Like, on film, it looked cool. It was funny to see you know him just break out of the stall over time, and then it was a, a very good dead body setup. What's fun about this one is... <clears throat> <clears throat> what's fun about this one is mel the owner immediately jumps from these are all accidents to there's a murderer and it's fucking ricky it's definitely fucking ricky yeah, and the other counselor who at the swimming one was like i don't know maybe we should let them investigate it and he was getting yelled at it was like i don't know this beast thing's probably an accident yeah they completely <laughs> change places it goes from maybe maybe we should worry about this to, you know, eh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> it can happen. It's nature. Nature's dangerous. Nature's scary, yo. Mel is then out for blood. Like, he's going to kill Ricky. He's 100% convinced. He's like, he has had interactions with everyone. Every one of these he's had an aggressive reaction with. These people have been mean to his cousin, and he has threatened to beat the shit or murder them. Except for the pedophile who who threatened him and smashed his head into a box. Yeah, to be fair, Mel didn't know about that, though. That they, he had a, a connection to that guy, though. I honestly feel like every, everybody knew about that everybody pedophile knew. guy. Everybody had to. There's not, he wasn't secreting it. He, he made that his personality. He was like, my personality is I like children. Yeah, it was really fucking uncomfortable. I'm so glad he died like right away yeah. or maybe died. Yeah. I, well, I'm glad a bad thing happened to him painfully. Yeah. He was such a good actor. Jared was like, I, I think we already said this in the, this episode, but he was like, I hope that happened to him in real life. Yeah. I was <laughs> he was like, like, I feel like this guy was too good at this, that yeah. this is reliving something. I was like, I was like, that guy was visibly, I'm like, and I'm sorry if you weren't a pedophile in real life, but you everything about you i was just like if i saw you on the street i'd be like you're on a list <laughs> if he was dressed like that i don't know I, I i don't know what it was everything about him i was just like ah, i don't trust you jared looked kids. him in the eyes and he's like you're on fucking you're on a list somewhere you've had to say hello neighbor my name is <laughs> <laughs> At least a few times. So at this point, Mel is out on the hunt for Ricky. Yeah. It is either the same day or 12 days later. Time yeah. is very fluid in this. Very. And Angela's sitting there talking to her little blonde boyfriend outside. People are swimming. Fucking People are Charlie very mad. from Willy Wonka. <laughs> like I am, I'm almost convinced it was the same kid. People are so mad. That Angela isn't playing sports with them or doing the activities they're not doing. Not playing volleyball. Not, not taking swimming. showers with them at the same time, even though there's only one shower. So I don't understand that. Yeah. Uh, not playing volleyball. Not swimming. And by the time they get to swimming. Not getting their period. <laughs> by the time they get to swimming, they are so fed up that she is not doing the things they're doing for no reason. And once again, Judy is never more than three feet away yeah and 
so Angela's talking to her little boyfriend guy, and yeah. Judy comes over and she's like, "Fuck you, Angela! You dumb, stupid person." Um, did the kiss happen already before this part? I think it did. Oh, it had to have. Yeah. Yeah, there was like a really weird because there was like a movie. They went to a movie, and then he kissed her. He kissed her. Twice. Yeah, because they, they like each other now. Kissed her twice. Neither of them count. They were um, weak. Like he, little pecs. Like he stole both of these kisses, and she was not really into. Even when she said yes, she still she was looked like, nah. like not happy about it. Yeah, she had a very closed off body thing. Both of them were uncomfortable. I don't like either of them. I don't count either of them, and I think that he should apologize for both of them. Um, but so yeah, so they're to the point of kissing now. Um, I think even the beach scene has happened at this point. Because I think at at the part where they're at the swimming thing, I think yeah. he's apologizing already. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. So so there is a scene. So we scene. do have to do a backup yeah. for, for Angela and this Time little boy. <laughs> she, after the dance, they have some kind of romantic connection. He tries to kiss her. She's really weird about it. Yeah. They go on a second date where they... <laughs> This is the one where, like, all right, so the rumor that there's a killer has spread throughout this camp. So this is a couple days later for the swimming one because this yeah, is nighttime yeah, again. Yeah. Angela and this boy are having, a like, a late-night rendezvous to go to the beach together. Yeah. She is looking off into the wood, like, not the woods even. She's looking, just into the distance. Looking around a corner, and that's all she's doing. She's, like, NPC bouncing. Like, looking left like she's and looking right. for a bad guy. And this kid sneaks up on her, and she's like, oh, no, you could have been the killer. Like, haha, Angela, good way to throw people off your tracks. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers, yeah. Um, For this movie from 1983. She... <laughs> she does that, and they go off, and she's like, now she's into it. She's like, yeah, we'll kiss. Let's kiss some. And they lay down on the beach. She fucking judo trips him. <laughs> she, yeah, she had, like, they kiss, and she tackles him, and then she's like, ha-ha, chase me. And then they do that. They kiss a little bit. They lay back down on the ground, and he His gets kid a, immediately goes for second base. Way too handsy, way too fast. She's like, fuck off, my guy, and runs away from him. No, no, no. This is where the scene came up. There was, like, a little, like, doo-doom, doo-doom. And like it went to a flashback, and now the oh yeah, this is the, the glorious weird... chest hair dad is back. His friend from the beach and him are just cuddling. He's petting his chest hair. They're they're in bed, shirtless, and the kids are watching, just giggling for an, a very uncomfortable laughing of time. as they pet each other, and it's just circling around. It's so circling. uncomfortable, and then and it's just black everything and yeah. just like spotlighting these people also very there was, weird scene there's another weird kind of and i i then this is this plays into the ending i think there was this weird scene where then the kids were on the bed and they're laughing and the one kid is the boy slowly poking at the daughter <laughs> And they, the camera keeps switching in a way that where the boy was is now where the girl was and then vice versa. And it keeps doing that. Like it keeps doing like this weird kind of like dissolve and like the, and then oh, the girl was where the yeah, boy I was. was really and the boy was where the, the girl was. That was supposed to be. Because they were also they were circling. And I think that's supposed to foreshadow the ending. Of, you know, the secret. Dun, dun, dun. But also, I think the reason why Angela was having that flashback, once again, foreshadowing to the ending, is brother, because... Because he was touching his sister's 
boobs? No, it's because it she, Angela was having the memory of two men embracing and petting each other. Oh my god. You're right. Yeah. Cuz Angela knows her secret. Yes, Angela knows her secret, but he doesn't. I it took I've you seen this, this movie second. so many times, and I've just now, I've always just been like, I don't fucking understand this scene. And now I'm like, oh, you're right, you're right. She's probably like, oh, he'll know, because this is just like my exactly. dad and his lover. Yeah. Bam. Thank you. You're welcome. That's <laughs> I, what I'm here for. I, I never would have gotten that. That is that is helpful. That does make a lot of sense now. And I, I, once again, I look at everything from like a filmmaker perspective, that everything has to have like a reason. Okay. Yeah. I got that. Glad I can help. So yeah, she runs off then and he's all like, oh no, I'm so close to, to getting some. Yeah. Because that's all like half these kids think about in this movie. Yeah. Every single one of these kids, no matter how old they are, is just like, I need to, I need to, I need to stick it to something. Yeah. Like this kid is like real life, probably 12 years old in this oh, movie. Oh yeah. 13, 12. And most he's 14. Like this, these are one of the kids old. that were like... They were cast for their age. Like these yeah. ones looked their age. So Angela runs off and this kid's just all sad and shit about yeah. his shit. Then it's the the, the capture the flag. Capture scene. the flag. Yeah. And during the capture the flag scene, he comes over and he's like, I'm sorry for how I was. I just really like you and blah, blah, blah. And Angela's just catatonic because. No, because she was like, she was like, I said no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was like, because she was, and he was like, I'm sorry, I just thought that, you know, you were like into it. And she was like, but I told you no. And he was like, yeah, but like you wanted it, right? Like, what's, and I was, at this point, I was like, fuck this kid. Then Judy just fucking, bam, what's up? Once again, she can never be more than three feet away from Angela. So she doesn't miss a time to make fun of her. Comes over, makes her fun of her. Angela, like, just leaves. She's like, fuck this game. I'm not playing. Yeah. Um, and then, her cousin chases her down. Well, first, Ricky is playing the game, doing good, being all, I'm Ricky, I'm great at everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's right next to her. Like, he just fucking books it off the field, tracks her down. He's got to protect her. Yeah, yeah. Either because he knows or because he just is a good cousin. Yeah. Slash brother at this point. Yeah. And while this is happening, at the same point, Judy... Is moving in is on this chick's moving man. Moving in on 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 best friend guy. She's like right away. She's like, ooh, I'll let you do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like she's going hard. Like and she's like, oh yes, yeah, can't believe she won't let you kiss and touch her boobies. Like it's it's weird. She's like, I let everybody do that. Ricky. <laughs> Ricky is like, I got the greatest plan in the world. We're gonna get the flag. We're gonna sneak through the woods behind them. Like this is such a complicated plan. And then you're gonna for five minutes <laughs> five minutes distract them. And then I can get the flag. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's so long. Like why not just get it right away? Yeah. Not like wait five. Like she's supposed to he's waiting five minutes for her to before he goes out. Like why not just go completely behind? Wait, wait, wait. She bum rushes the flag and then you calmly take the flag. Like there's ways to do this, Ricky. You can yeah. you gotta stop overthinking it. Almost there. It's like you don't need to wait for them to change shifts and like take a lunch break, man. Like five minutes <laughs> is too long. <laughs> and they're on their, their journey through the woods, and Ricky's like, 
stumbles across Judy and his best friend. He's like, Judy, you're a bitch. And then Angela just like creepily <laughs> slowly out of the grass <laughs> just steps up. And the little blonde boy is like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. And Judy's like, oh, to let you go so much farther. And Ricky's like, fuck you, Judy. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> like, they're just like, have this weird moment of fuck you to each other. Like, you could definitely tell that this, something happened the year before between Ricky and Judy. Ricky, and it was probably intense. <laughs> Ricky ignoring his cousin run away and be chased by the boy that hurt her feelings. is like, I'll just go, go play the game. He's again. like, I'm going to go he win He just now. walks back to the game. Like, yeah. plan's ruined. I'm done. I'm just going to go try now on my own. Yeah. Now we've caught up. Now we're at the now now we're at the lake again. Yeah, now we're at the lake. Little blonde boy's like, "I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that." And of and course, right when he says like, that, Judy walks by. Well, no, and she's no. just like, Bitch. "This is this goes on for a little while." Because at this point, Angela's like, "I don't talk to you anymore. I'm yeah. talk." Oh yeah, you're the first person I talk to. You fucking are a dick bag. I'm done talking to you. You don't understand what no means. And apparently, you're really rude after the fact. Yeah. And Judy pops up, and she's like. Oh, how cute are you two? He told me what a prude you are. And he's just like, bitch. <laughs> you just, I was so, like, we were holding hands. She was just about to talk to me again. You, oh, you bitch. And he leaves this time, I think. Yeah. Because then Judy is like, why don't you go swimming, Angela? Angela, how come you don't want to go swimming with us? And then Meg's like, yeah, Angela, why don't you want to go swimming with and us? And at this exact moment, in Ricky this lake gets where stopped. In her lake where her, her, where her, her family dad died. died. Yeah, but at this exact moment, Ricky gets stopped by Mel, who's just asking him weird questions. No, he gets stopped after Meg decides she's going to carry Angela to the pool, the, the lake. Well, no, he's being, he's being like questioned first. He's like, how's everything going, Ricky? Yeah. And then you hear Angela, your summer, Ricky. Hear Angela scream, and he goes, Angela. He's like, Oh, you always want to go rescue her, don't oh, you? Yeah, Ricky? He just fucking physically accosts this child. Grabs him. He's like shaking the shit out of him. She's over there screaming. Not a single adult is paying attention. There's, there's a literally, lifeguard. There's literally an adult with a group of little kids on the pier where she's being drugged down kicking and screaming no i can't swim yeah <laughs> and they throw her in and it's either the the most shallow water ever or she lied because she definitely swam once again i think she knows how to swim she just doesn't want to be in the lake where her dad died <laughs> <laughs> i think it's more of like this water's cursed <laughs> doesn't die nice camp counselor comes over is like no what the fuck are you doing ricky bolts it goes rescues his cousin and mel is like fuck those girls are dead i know this is happening <laughs> actually i don't know if he jumps to that conclusion but uh something else happens then which the <laughs> honestly lifeguard, the lifeguard calls mega pecker peckerhead i forgot to expect this part though on the beach are the little kids Oh, yeah, which felt so out of place. Honestly, I was like, why is this happening? I don't know. They had a mixed group. These little kids just you seemed like to, the biggest dickheads. You had a girl to remind just, me later who those kids were. Those kids, yeah. These little kids are there. Angela's almost drowning. And in response, they just start fucking chucking sand or mud or whatever lakes have. Because it looked like it is sand. It looked like sand, but it was definitely muddy. It was dirt and sand is what lakes have. And rocks. 
chucking it at her and Ricky as they're walking away. Once again, like the best cousin in the world or the best keeper of his mother's secret. Yeah. One of these two things. He's either a really good son or a really good cousin, but he's there for Angela. At the end of the day, he's a very fucking selfless child. Yeah. He really like puts himself out there. Almost everything he got in trouble for was protecting Angela. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it was like a setup to make him seem like the red herring, but I never felt like that. Yeah, no, that's like, true. I mean, also, I was just like, his arms are too skinny. Those are grown man arms. <laughs> <laughs> Angela's arms are too skinny. Everybody's arms were too skinny. I was like, it's the blue shirt guy. <laughs> <laughs> like Right skin complexion, right sized hands. hands. He knew the where right the, amount of hair on his arm. He knew where the knife was. Oh my gosh. That right. would have been a better twist. He's just killing people he doesn't like at the camp. It actually has nothing to do with Angela or Ricky. Exactly. That like, would have been crazy. He's just been popping them off for his own secret reasons. This movie would have ended and it would have been like a flash through of what they did to him instead. It's like, yo, you guys really did this. That's that's good because I never would have guessed that. Right. That would have been so great. <laughs> I want to remake this movie, but the blue shirt guy is actually the killer. It still has the same undertone, but it never reaches a resolution because it's <laughs> never about them. It's about the other blue shirt guy. Yes. Yes, we should do that. that we could. Be it's been long enough. We're going to remake this now. Oh, yeah, definitely can. So that night is a social again or whatever. They keep calling this one. I don't know. I thought it was just like a camp counselor meeting. No, the camp counselors have that, but it's because there's going to be a social. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. All the kids are getting ready to go to this special thing and they're either working it or they're off because this is the first time we find out they have a schedule. Yeah, it seemed like everybody was working all the time. The kid with the guy with the little kids, he has to take them on a camping trip and he's got to make them bacon and eggs in the morning. And he's all like, I don't want to do that. I think he hates those kids. Yeah. Once again, everybody hates their job, except for the two nice people. Or sorry, the three nice people. Two nice guys, one nice girl. He does genuinely, I think, hate those kids, though. Because yeah. when that scene continues, he's not cool about it. Yeah. <clears throat> Meg, evil camp counselorist. She gets off. Camp counselor. Camp, camp counselorette. She, she gets the night off. One other guy gets the night off. And nobody cares what that guy does or anything else. There's only two people you need to pay attention to. Everybody else's schedule doesn't matter. And that's because they were specifically called out. Yeah. Yeah. Meg takes this opportunity to, um, she wants to fuck her boss. Mel, the one, the guy who is, or like at least 65 years old, minimum 65 years old. Uh, she, she goes in and she's just like, what's up, baby? You want to make me dinner? And he's like, uh, she's like 17 years old. He, like, I think we saw him like flirt with her earlier, but I don't remember that. I thought this was completely out of the blue. No, I was like, it, what it the feels fuck that is way. happening? It feels that way because of like his reaction to it. I feel like he was earlier. Like at one point he tried to like talk to her and like got blown off or something. But she just like approached because like, well obviously he asked her if she would want to have dinner at his place. Yeah. Um once again, hyper inappropriate. This is yeah, still not she, an eighteen year old. She goes over and asks him and he's just like, um, um, um nine o'clock, nine thirty. Yes. And she's excited because apparently she's fucking itching for it. 
at yeah. this point. Well, apparently, this guy got something she want, and he goes off and does creepy fucking old guy get ready to hook up with young girl thing. And by that, I mean he goes and he puts on like a yellow jacket, a yellow jacket and a polo. And I think he showered. He looked cleaner. I don't know. His hair looked poofy. He looked groomed and he has like old guy beige like khakis, but they seem like windbag breaker type pants or some shit. It's a fucking terrible outfit. He, he looks like he's a 95 year old man and yeah. he was on Gilligan's Island or something. Yeah. Because he was also wearing a bucket hat, wasn't he? No. <laughs> that was the, you just added that. He had a hat. Nope. <laughs> Did not have a hat. He had a hat. It was his hair. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to keep picturing the way I remember it. You remember it the way you remember it. I remember but it how it happened. Meg is so pumped for this. She's like, I'm getting old dick. Once again, for me, at least this is completely out of nowhere. I, yeah, it feels really out of nowhere. Like wouldn't have guessed this was what was going to happen. This girl who's spending her whole summer bullying one specific teenager Never would have guessed that she wanted to fuck her boss so badly. Yeah. Um, and she runs back. And this is when we find out that it was weird that the one girl wanted to shower with Angela because we found out there's one shower. And she's like, can I go first? And everybody's like, fuck you, Meg. And so she there just happens to be a cabin with nobody in it and a working shower next door. No, no, there's a reason for it. Remember, they were like, oh, let's just keep it running and just consolidate everybody down. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they had a they crunched everybody together because they were worried there was a murderer after some bees attacked somebody, you know, so like put everybody in one room. <laughs> yeah, man, because you can fight off people in groups. I guess. Anyway, so she goes to this other shower. She's taking her shower. She's all, I can't wait to see my boss. Old I can't wrinkly wait to balls. Get old, dick. old wrinkly balls. Um, Once again, we don't know how old this girl was. She might have been 18. Probably was. Might have. It didn't feel like it. None of this, none of this feels right. She all felt this is like she was so 16, 17. I'd say 17 max, but could have been 18. Nothing is appropriate about what is happening. It feels wrong. Uh, even though she is an adult, it feels wrong because there's still at least a 40 year age gap. Yeah, exactly. There's like a 40 or 50 year maximum. Age this insane. girl could be is 20 years old. I would say maximum doesn't look it, but not 100%. That would be yeah. the maximum age. I would count. I would. Yeah, I would not put her any any higher than 20 by any stretch of the imagination. Um, This is one of the more confusing kills. Do you know what would have helped if they showed the camp counselors? drinking beer yeah then we would be like they're all grown-ups we would be like they're at least 18 because in the 80s you can buy beer when you were 18 i think so you'd be like they're at least 18 yeah like that would have helped <laughs> and it we wouldn't helped. feel so as we wouldn't feel as weird we would still feel weird <laughs> we feel weird it was but it would much still it as weird it weird. wouldn't feel like it was a camp of pedophiles <laughs> It was still out of place. It was still way too much age gap. It yeah. still felt like there was no reason because I don't see what it was going to benefit her. It's a summer camp. You only work there for a couple of months. You don't fuck your way up to a raise there. Exactly. Plus, also, you have two super jacked, really good looking, really nice camp counselor guys. Go and you're those. going for the old, creepy, kind of insane. On top of those owner. dudes, like they're like 30s, tw late 20s, 30s. Um, and then there's definitely other ones that are your age bracket. Yeah, because there's like 12 of them at this point. And I know some people are just like attracted to older guys, but he Too was like much. he was like an old guy. Like, 
He was an old guy with no, no personality. Like normally it's like, yeah, well, they're really nice and they have a loving personality and a good sense of humor. This guy exuded crazy. Like he was just like, all right, this I, fucking kid. I know I'm why to kill this kid. I know why this is necessary. They needed to have a reason that Mel would be so upset that he would beat a child to death. That's true. It was it was not that he took this that. very emotionally. <laughs> yeah. In delivery and acting. But we got to talk about the death real quick. So let's talk about the kill. Got to get to the kill. She's she's taking a shower. She's taking she's a shower. Like, and for some uh, reason, uh, oh, she is oh, like dick. leaning against the wall because she's thinking about it. She it, her knees are weak from thinking about the old dick. It was it was confusing enough that Jared had questions because <laughs> he was like, how did she get stabbed? And then she's just leaning against the wall. He's like, is it going through the wall? At first, I thought it was going through the curtain. And I was like, was she leaning against the curtain? And then it starts sawing through and i was like that's the like the like wall. aluminum like, <laughs> like really easy to cut aluminum like as like, if it's paper i think it's it like, looks I think like, it was like plastic i think it was supposed to be like uh kind of like the liner that okay. some showers yeah. have yeah but there was nothing behind it so since there's nothing behind it it's just a thin sheet of plastic i think anyway so she gets her entire spine cut yeah from fucking neck to upper or to lower back and that is a Straight that is cut. a sweet dead body looking yeah. thing. Not not for inappropriate reasons. When I say that, I you don't, did, you, I don't you don't up. you don't see any you don't see her naked or anything like that. It's, it it's, just looks legitimately like a dead body. They, like they come out and like the blood is pulled in like different parts of yeah. the body. It's like oh god, this is like real. They got the coloration of like how how skin will lose color and like some parts the the blood will pull and like the like the green discoloration around the they got like they got it really really well once again makeup effects on fucking point in this movie at this point though this is a rampage she's dead she's in the shower there's a weird thing that comes back to that don't like it clean he cleans cleans the knife off cleans the, the knife the off. man hands clean the knife off and i don't know if the children happened before that <laughs> or if they happened before judy or if they happened after. I'm thinking it's definitely before Judy. I know that. Yeah. I just don't know if it's before the shower thing. But the, let's, the let's camp do, counselor let's, takes... Let's go for the kids first and he, then we'll talk about Judy. He takes the children off to do their camping trip. And they're like asleep. It's the middle of the night. They've they put it out. And two of these little kids are like... One on the way there, they're whining. And he's like, fuck you kids. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's like, I hate you so much. Shut up. And then he does like a weird thing. He's like... Okay... <laughs> Like it feels like it's me with my son of, sometimes. At it, the end of the day, it's his job. It, no, but it feels like me with my kids sometimes. Where I'm like, leave me alone, go away. You can't come with me to the store. And then they're like, there's just like enough. Where I'm like, mm, fine, but I'm not buying you anything. <laughs> it did. It felt like he. That's reached what his, he had with this kid. He reached his breaking point, and he was just like, okay, I relent. <laughs> Although he did take the axe out of the kid's hand, which yeah. is again, Chekhov's gun. Yeah. So. He takes these kids. He gets them to sleep. They're all sleeping. Two of them wake up and they're all like, I don't want to be here. I'm cold. I, no, I don't think they said that. They're just like, I hate this. No, he said, I'm cold. I can't sleep. I want to go back. And then another one wakes up, does the same thing. They plead enough. And for whatever reason, this grown man, these kids, these specific group of kids are like eight years old. Yeah, they're really young. <laughs> they're way young kids. 
he takes these other two, like maybe six to eight. Like they were young kids. <laughs> They're uncomfortably young. Got to emphasize that for this next part where he's like, okay, meet me at the car. And he drives away with these kids. Like they hiked through the woods. They had a car wherever this location is, is not close by. Yeah. And he leaves three children alone sleeping in the woods. He's like, they'll be fine. I'll just come back later. He's like, yeah, they'll like he looks at him. He's like, nah, and just bails. You can see that through in his head. He was like, should I wake them up and have to deal with fucking five tired kids or (laughs) deal with two whiny kids, leave three sleeping kids in the night and just come back later and then just deal with three sleeping kids, three tired kids in the morning. One. The answer is yes. You should. <laughs> he should have As a parent who has that many children's, uh, yeah, you, you just deal with the consequences of that. Yeah. And two, as a camp counselor, if those kids got eaten by a bear, you're fucked. So you need to just do it. You're probably going to jail for negligence. Yeah. If they, yeah. 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 He probably still should be in trouble. Oh, he's going to jail. Yeah. He <laughs> needs to be in trouble no matter what, how this ends. Um, because the next thing that happens is a, a man hand, a giant man hand pops out grabs the hatchet and luckily we don't have to watch this scene we don't have to watch a bunch of <laughs> toddlers basically get hacked up with a fucking hatchet but you 100 percent know what goes down and then later he that can, guy comes back and just starts fucking puking he sees three sleeping bags covered in blood with the, like the inside like strewn about the campsite and yeah. he just starts puking just like that's the first person that's reacted the right way to a dead to body. a dead body yeah it's literally <laughs> but it might have even just been i'm gonna get in trouble and then he's just help yeah. he runs back and he gathers everybody and he's like there's three dead children in the woods and they're all like oh fuck we need to get the cops like the nice counselor is like we definitely need to call the police yeah so the police are on their way but in the meantime judy uh gets shot down by another guy she's a making out and then mel busts through the fucking door mel busts in uh he's looking for meg because you know He's DTF now. Let's let's make it obvious that you're looking for a child for inappropriate interactions by just searching the entire campground for them. Yeah. Everybody's like, it's her night off. Why do you need to talk to her? And he's like, shut up. Uh, <laughs> he's like, because I fucking need to talk to her right now. She was supposed to meet me, guys. Like, you see me? I'm dressed up. Like, duh. You can't guess. They're like, why are you wearing your yellow fuck jacket? <laughs> So he busts in. Judy's like, I don't fucking know. She took a shower next door like fucking hours ago. Um, he runs off. Her boy is like, yo, I'm done. And she's like, the fuck you mean you're done? And he's like, I, I'm done. I'm a scared. <laughs> I don't want to get caught and in trouble. And she's like, which is why I think back. he's a counselor. It's why I think he was the other guy that had off. Oh, that's possible. And so that's why I think he was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'll get in trouble if I get caught making out with, you know, fucking 15 year old here. He was clearly hidden under the bed uh, with light hitting him. And somehow Mel didn't care in plain view. Everybody had perfect dark vision in this scene. Also, there was lights on everything. Yeah. She was reading in the dark. There wasn't a lot of light. And Mel just comments on that. Yeah. And then uh, he dips. He finds uh Ju- mel meg meg 
He finds Meg, and he's all like, I'm going to fucking kill that kid. He was like, and oh, we're like, no. Jeez, this is not how you react to this. His exact reaction was completely deadpan. <clears throat> oh, Meg, no. Not Meg, not you, no. I knew it was him. I'm going to kill him. And then his tone went up. I had him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to make him pay. I'm sorry, Meg. I'll avenge you. Yeah. Also, though, this is the part where... uh. This didn't make sense, but for some reason, she had been standing in that shower this whole time. Yeah. And then he came in, and she just falls through the curtain, like, Almost super as if she dead. jumped out. Yeah. It was like, she was like, Meg. He, like, walks in, he's like, Meg, 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 ah. Like, it's like, it's like her dead what body What was holding answer. her up? What pushed her down? <laughs> maybe, maybe the killer put, like, an intricate line system of fishing wire. This trip wire <laughs> and just like the moment he stepped on it ding ding, ding little so, Rube goldberg thing and then knocked her out this one night we're up to five bodies or, well no not yet three we're at four, four bodies right four now Four bodies one night we then go to judy who's just curling her hair in the dark no lights who needs lights doing her hair uh and the curling iron is plugged in Chekhov's gun Jared. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the most fucked up things. I'm like, Jared, you're gonna like this one. And he was like, I don't see why. And I'm like, it's just fucked up. It's a lot. It's um, yeah, it's a lot, a lot. And I don't even it doesn't show anything. It's just really, really implied. It's just knowing yeah, the implication and knowing the implication, you're like, ugh. Yeah. Um <laughs> The person comes in and they show clear as day who it is. And it's not Angela. Um, Jared's like, I think maybe, but I'm like, I don't think it is. It looked nothing like her. It looked it, like it a completely weird. different person. They were completely backlit and the light wrapped around to the face. And it looked like either it looked her, more cousin like her cousin wearing a wig. Or it didn't look like he was wearing a wig. It looked like her cousin and she was standing directly behind him so that you could only see her hair. It was either that or I think it was her hair, but tucked into her shirt. But it, but it wasn't looked like her she had a shirt. bowl cut on the front. Yeah, but the thing was, well, she had like bangs. It was very confusing. But very they, confusing. They, they show it clear as day. And Judy's like, who is that? Who are you? And I'm like, we saw their face. Yeah. You should be able to see their face. If There's you apparently saw a light Mel's on the face, front of the cabin. Yeah. You saw Mel's face clear as day. He saw you clear as day. Everyone can see in here. This is like 20 seconds later. Like this yeah. happened right after he left. Uh, so she comes in and then she gets closer and she goes, oh, what are you doing here? And then she's just fucking a straight to the face, knocks her flat on her ass. She's yeah. like, fuck yeah. He was pumped for that. Um, but then the next part, he was not, and he definitely didn't expect, yeah. because the person then suffocates her with a pillow and you just see the shadow of the curling iron go up. And then open down and then <laughs> in. Yeah. Op it opens first. They opened it like they pressed it so that it was like it was like rah, like open mouth and, and then inserted it. It definitely wasn't in her mouth because she was screaming the whole time and being suffocated. No, I was just saying like the curling iron looks like an open mouth. No, I was just saying. Oh, yeah. That the only other options of what possibly could have happened with that um, are not fun up to you to not fun to th not fun to think yeah. about yeah um and, and uh, i know yeah. i've watched other i've watched people talk about this movie and they, everybody has the same assumption about how judy died yeah. i don't understand how that kills you shock i guess 
Yeah. I guess. It's either she died from shock or she survived. And was suffocated. And was, uh, yeah, suffocated. She was also suffocated. That's right. She probably passed out from pain and then was the rest of the way just suffocated. So we're five bodies in now. Yeah. Five bodies. Five bodies. One night. It's been one night. Um, the, the longest one was Meg's. The rest of these are just fucking stacking up. Yeah. Uh, then uh, technically what happens then right after that is um angela sees uh the blonde haired boyfriend takes him to the beach and says meet me at the beach staring off fucking crazy like her hair is crazy she's just like i forgive you and he's like fuck you i'm getting it tonight like that's the immediate reaction he has yeah uh because I think then, she asked him if he wanted to go skinny dipping. Yeah, I think she was, specifically said that. No, that was when they get to the beach. But what she just said, he's like, I want to ha- I, I want to say I'm sorry. I want to make it up to you. And she's like, meet me at the beach. That turns all the way around. Like, they're at the social thing that nobody is going to. Yeah. The only person who ends up going to it is, like, Ricky. And they're like, it's over. And he's like, <laughs> but I, dinner sucked. I've been in my room shitting all night. I would like to get something else to try and eat. Yeah, they're really leaning into this whole Ricky is the killer thing. Trying so hard. Trying and so be hard. Like, I've just been in my room the whole night I've by myself. Sick. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, and that's, like, right after that, Mel catches him, drags him into the woods, just the fuck beats out of him the living fuck him. out of him i was like he beats him to death because i forgot that he doesn't but he tries and he might like we don't know if ricky survives the end of this movie he is fucked up yeah rick he was getting gorilla, gorilla punched him, him. yeah <laughs> just and he's like doo, 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 doo. mel stands up and he's like i got him i got him i gotta fucking leave i'll just beat a kid like immediately knows he did something wrong yeah yeah uh and he dips uh into the archery range and we get like a friday the 13th reference because he gets shot in the neck with an arrow and he's like it can't be you once again very well done (laughs) well done like that arrow like that was a solid smooth like the timing of it was so good but yeah he's like it can't be who gets shot in the neck awesome awesome kill yeah uh still don't know who it is but we know it's not ricky which we've known the whole time because it was the worst red herring try ever ever uh and then at, at the this same point, time, she's still- supposed to be at the beach. So it's another yeah. confusing thing. At this point, also, I'm like, there's still a little bit of me that believes that it might be the guy in the blue shirt. It's like, <laughs> it's yeah, like she's off at the beach. It's the only Ricky hands half, that match up. Ricky's half beat to death. Tomato, See, tomato. I'm like, those hands were so huge. It had to be that guy. The police come and there's it's- a search now. The police and one of the counselors goes off. They find a candy bar wrapper. Yeah. And, oh, you know what? I understand the candy bar thing now. I forgot Ricky got a candy bar. Yeah. Because after you've been shitting your brains out all night. But you well, he was hungry and there the wasn't like bar. food food. So he gets they, they find the candy bar. They find Ricky. And then it's like, oh, no, he is breathing. And they run him off to safety. And then two other counselors. Do you want to comment on a very particular thing about this cop? Fakest mustache. <laughs> Of all time. Like, <laughs> again, something I've never noticed. Watch this movie probably 20 times in my life. Um, the, the cop is there. They're all talking. They do this close up. This cop turns around. I'm like, that's a fake mustache. Like, out loud to Jared. I'm just like, first thought. And 
He's like, what? And then it happens again. He's like, oh my God. We just started laughing. It looks like clearly taped down felt. <laughs> like, just don't give him a mustache. Like, it was two ovals of felt taped to his face. It was yeah. great. It was so amazing. So it was fake. And it if was, it's real, that dude should just not have a mustache. Yeah, just shave. Do you know what might have happened? He might have, the first time he was on screen, might have been a really a real mustache and then they shaved and they had to fix it for shaved continuity. yeah and they didn't know that he was they were going to need him later on he shaved for another movie or something like that and they were like oh no we need you for another scene and he was like fuck <laughs> that's possible yeah that's possible they probably should have shot those <laughs> shots wider though <laughs> maybe on film like in the 80s it didn't look that bad but like it was so obviously fake <laughs> yeah it was so bad if you're that actor and has a real mustache email us because i don't care i'm still gonna make fun of it uh i would be like 78 years old now sold this is like 40 or 50 there it's been 30 30s. something years yeah, almost 40 years it's been almost 40 years. it's been 40 years it's 2023 it's been 40 years, been 40 yeah, years. He's, he's old he's 60s 70s at this point if yeah he's made it possibly 80 uh <laughs> Two other counselors, super nice, super buff. This man has titties, uh, and he wears the shortest shorts you've ever seen. Yep. And a lady counselor who I think this is the first time we've ever seen. No, this is the nice one that slapped Meg, right? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 Susie or Susan or she, all of a sudden she looks forty. Jane, <laughs> this is the like you said she looked older, but the first times I thought she looked right, and then this one I'm like I don't think she is a grown up. Yeah. Um, As the movie went on, I was like I I said it based off of her hairstyle at the beginning, but then as the movie went on, I'm like she's looking older and older by like yeah. decades every time she's on screen. They go off and they run to the beach and they're like it's Angela who is clearly naked because she's next oh, to she said well before this she said she wanted to take their clothes off and go swimming. Yeah, they went to go skinny dipping. Yeah. And little blonde kid whose name we've never learned. Yeah, he definitely did have a name. We just never never took the time so to memorize kept calling it. Him Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. And his body is laying in a bizarre way and she's like sitting there and it's like as if his head is on her lap yeah. and she's just singing a song to them and we're like Angela Angela and then flashback. Flashback. You can also see that they're both clearly naked. Clearly naked. Yeah. No, his pants are like half down. Oh. Oh, so yeah, he got this happened to him mid She didn't let him get mid naked disrobing. Yet. She got she got naked fast. You're better <laughs> at the flashbacks cuz apparently I can't understand them. Yeah. So basically flashback happens and we're back to weird robot ant and it's the camera's starting and you see a young child with their head bandaged up to fuck because they, they got they, hit by a boat. They had like three feet's worth of wrapping around their head. Looked massive. But so it's wrapping around and they're t- and she's basically talking about, oh, I got you new clothes. And I've always wanted to have a little girl. And it's so bad that Ricky's not here. But honestly, it's for the best. Because if he would have come home and seen another little boy, I don't know how he would have reacted. No, Richard. I think that's Richard? her husband. No, because she mentioned her husband leaving, that she hasn't been the same, and then she looked off. Oh. And then yeah, she said something again. Like Ricky's name's not Richard, I don't think. Ricky's not a nickname for Richard, is it? It could be. Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah, so maybe. Um, so she might have said Richard, but it was for Ricky, But because he said uh, how it would handle another little boy in the house. Um, 
And then that's when she goes off on the I've always wanted a little girl. Um, and then she goes, Angela, Angela, that's a pretty name. Well, I think it means angel. angel. And it's like, I think you'll like that so much better than your than your than your name, won't you? Peter. Peter. Yeah, it's like Peter, yeah. And then you find out it wasn't the the, the girl it who was survived. Her the whole time. The boy survived, and the, the aunt was a crazy survived. person that was like, "I'm gonna make you think. I'm gonna make you live like a girl, because I want the girl, not that you want to be. I, I want, a daughter, want a girl. And I don't care. I'm going to I completely think, change everything to make the world I, think you're a girl. I still think Ricky's dad left, and. Because she couldn't have any more kids, and Richard is a new husband, and then there's Ricky. Because she referred to Ricky in a weird tense. I don't know. I still think I think Ricky can be short for Richard. You decide and let us know what you think. Yeah. I think she was married for some reason. Either way, she had to figure out a way to disguise it. Yeah, exactly. But like, because they were gonna know that there was a little girl and a little boy that came from there. Yeah. It was also weird because how she was phrasing it was almost like she was naming Angela. Yeah, so it's like, what was? Yeah, exactly. Her well, it's like, name? why wouldn't you just give the sister's name? But maybe the sister's name was Angela, and she was just realizing that it was a beautiful name. Don't know. Everything with the aunt was weird and unnecessary. Yeah. Um, except for the filler for the next part where <clears throat> you, uh, it's you know, Peter looks up, and then. Angela stands up, the head rolls off of her lap. And she's going, she's going, <laughs> that hurt me. I think that was, that hurt voice. me so bad. I think, I think the one that I was doing was closer. It was a weird hiss. Mouth, <laughs> mouth as wide open as possible. And like at one point, you're like, that's Angela. We should have given like point, a, we that's a given weird like a statue. Yeah, we should have given like a volume warning before that one. <laughs> But yeah, and they're like, Angela, the <laughs> Angela, she's a boy. Yeah, and standing there and just dick out, <laughs> little tiny dick, little tiny dick out, uh, just naked, definitely fake body with her head weirdly positioned. No, so like that's the thing. That's the part that was weird about it. So like, the close-ups were definitely her face. Yeah. When they zoomed out, she's I was a like, girl. that looks like a little gorilla monster. What the fuck? It doesn't look like a person. Like, her face is not the same. No, I think it was exact. Because what I think it was, was I think it was a prosthetic body from the neck down. I think the she's standing behind it. And it doesn't have a neck. So she puts her head on it. So her head is now coming from, like, freaking collarbone level. Like, so just imagine someone with no neck <laughs> and their neck, their imagine face, some, uh, no ass neck having their person. face protrudes from their collarbones because she's just resting her head on this prosthetic body. I think that would be the easiest way to do it because her head was, she was kind of moving a little bit. And I think you can see no, the it was a goddamn, it was, it was definitely not real. I knew it. That was definitely not her face. Jesus. It was a robot. It was a robot? Apparently. Oh, that's fucking weird then. That was a full on not her body. I knew there's something there was something about the full naked body that was um I didn't think it had a neck. It was it was hitting that uh uncanny valley. valley thing, yeah. I was more focused on the fact that its face was coming out of its collarbone. <laughs> and it had no neck. 
Yeah, it was so freaky. Everything about it felt off-putting, and I was like, it's still a human being. Turns out it wasn't. It's, <laughs> it's not a statue, a, I guess. But, like, it's not a monster. Angela wasn't a monster in this movie. It was a little boy who was raised as a little girl. Yeah, but I think it was the surprise of them, A, having that misjudgment, and then B, standing there, hiss yelling at them while holding a knife covered in blood. I don't know. It was really That really, makes someone think you're a monster if you do that. It was just really weird. And I'm just like... The, the, I'm like, other than killing anybody, there was not like... They're they're portraying her as as a monster. Oh, and like, that's what you mean. Yeah, for for like what is yeah. I and I'm like, I'm like, they're, it's not some sort of supernatural creature. This is just a person that was raised. <laughs> as about, the different gender. You're talking. Why are about, they hissing like a yeah. like a creature? You're talking about how the movie is making it look like a transgender person is a monster. Yeah. I was just like. She's acting like what in this scene, but now I understand what you mean. Yeah, like it was like it's like the the choice to be like, well, a guy that dresses and acts like a girl is, is gonna a sit monster. on a beach jumping heads off. Yeah, exactly. Be like, it's and a then, monster is so weird. And like, then they're gonna bad. be like, <sighs> yeah, be like, because they're not even human anymore. Because you see a girl with a penis. It's like what. I got you. I got yeah. where you were going with that. I was confused. I was like, no, she's being a monster right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's in this moment. And I was like, oh, no, you mean how the movie portrayed it the whole time? Yeah. 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 Um, and then and then Jerry was so disappointed because he's like, there's no resolution because it just ends there. It fades to green. <laughs> it fades to green and just ends I was like, what the on fuck? her face. And it's just like, yep, that's the end of the movie. And he's like, what happens? And I'm like, she went to jail. <laughs> like, that's just it. She just went to jail. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> or like an asylum. I don't know. It you don't know until you watch the second one. Yeah, which at this point I feel like I have to. Next time Matt's not here, <laughs> we're gonna do all the sleepaway. We're games. gonna have to try to find them because I don't. I don't remember seeing it. It's on there. two was definitely on there. Three, oh, okay. I don't know where you're gonna find that. Oh, okay, but yeah, we'll, we'll try to watch at least two. But yeah, it was it was interesting. I like two, but two is different. More uh, like trauma film, I think, if I remember right. Oh, okay. You don't know what the trauma films are, but it's fine. It's like a lot. You use that a lot. <laughs> and I always use it to reference movies that are like a lot. Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll do our normal one. Kyle, what do you think this movie is out of 10? 10. I love this movie. <laughs> okay. I, I, I was so excited when I saw it on the thing. Every time we do these, except for the last one, you always say 10. I don't <laughs> always say 10. You usually always say 10. Um, you gave Intruder <laughs> a 10. <laughs> I gave it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. No, I thought I gave it a six. I know. I thought you gave it a ten. <laughs> I thought um, I was like mid on that one. Honestly, I liked this more than I thought I would. Um, <laughs> primarily because you know the effects were amazing and the fucking camera work was really really good. Yeah, the uh, the effects alone, how you have to have a nine. Yeah, no, I can't. The effects alone don't get you a nine because then you. I should say you should give every Marvel movie a nine. Fuck off with that. That's CGI. It's not good. Still. <laughs> It's. I love how you just shit all over every person who does CGI. They, inv <laughs> they invest hundreds of hours creating these things, and you're just like practical bullshit. effects are better. Practical well, practical effects we like. Have more. you ever seen Blood and Bone? Yes. The scene where oh fuck, what's his name? 
Michael Jai White Michael stabs. Jai White? Uh, stabs. Uh, who's the guy that used to street fight everybody, and then he somehow got into the UFC? Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice. He stabs him in the neck, and the digital blood pops out, and it literally looks like pixels of blood. Once again, that's all. <laughs> you can always point out bad CGI. You can also like. It, Is it weird you, that I would just keep pointing out Michael Jai White movies because my immediate next one was Spawn? <laughs> yeah, that is a weird one. It's weird that you're just trapped on Michael Jai White. But no, I mean, CGI has gotten better, but it also goes into how much time you invest into it. If you go, hey, I need something in a week, you're not going to get a good result. It's just not going to happen. But if you say, hey, I, ha- I have these shots, you have a fucking month to do it. You're going to get a better product. So what you're saying is we need to get James Cameron to make a horror movie. Dude, you saw fucking uh, Way of Water. That I was just said gorgeous. that we need to get him to spend the next 15 and a half years on a horror movie. Exactly. Yeah, it would be fucking gorgeous. But no, um, the effects alone do give this points. The cinematography gives it points. Um the, the the premise is very flawed, especially especially in 2023 is a very flawed premise. It's unique, <laughs> but you are pointing out a big giant fact. Yeah, is very very flawed. Um, it has a it has an M Night Shyamalan like twist. It's just it's not, not okay. It's not cool. Um, but yeah, like and and also I hated most of the characters in this movie with a passion. I don't think I, I I only liked two. There's some characters you're I supposed to hate. I like two guys hate. that I don't know their names. There's certain characters you're supposed to hate, like Judy and Meg. You yeah. want them to die. It's those. That's fine. You're supposed to have movie characters. Like horror movies are supposed to be characters. You're like, can't wait for that. Yeah. But the ant was too much. There was so many characters that I hated. And, it, like, and there was so many weak acting characters points the daydream likeness of all the scenes with the ant were literally just like this is unnecessary i also can't point out a point of good acting like the filmmaking um, was angela was when great. she was just staring at people no that was that unblinkingly was, i still think that's good filmmaking because you pick the you pick the the clips and the scenes that have no blinking in them. I still give that to them. I don't know. I think she like portrayed a catatonic person really well. What if she just doesn't blink frequently? Some people just don't blink a lot. No, she played a creepy catatonic person super well. I'll say she was probably the best actor in it. No, Ricky was the best actor in it. No, he wasn't. I loved Ricky. He was Ricky just was a kid best. having a good fucking time cursing. Yeah, which you know what that was. means? You know what that means though? He, he wasn't acting. lived in every one of those moments. That is acting. He was not method. He was he Ricky was doing just this. He was being cursing. Ricky. He was being Ricky in when all those moments. When he was saying things that weren't curse words, he was not believable. <laughs> he just liked cursing people out. Fuck you, you fucking shithead fucking fucks. I bet you in the script it just said curse at them. <laughs> just say all the bad words you know and he's like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I know like three. I'll give this a seven. That's Which better is than what pretty I you were gonna fucking say. good. And for what it is, I'm not saying like as like a cinema event or film thing, but as a as a as a horror movie, like with a decent budget. Like I'll, I'll put this as a yeah. This is like no, a, had a it was low budget. Yeah, but it had no, it it's, made a lot it's in decent. The box it was three hundred three hundred thousand in 1983. That's pretty good. That's a half a million dollars before things had to be a block. It's a, a quarter bo- million dollars. A bo- no, I'm talking about with inflation. 
Jared, we, we can't play that game again. Remember that one time you were like, oh, man, that's got to be like fucking $7 million by now. And I'm like, okay, no, do the fucking calculation. it went up like $100. This is still hundreds of thousands of dollars. If every dollar is worth more and you have hundreds of thousands of them, it adds up after a while. I said like <laughs> I said like 20 grand would be like a million dollars. That's way bigger, way bigger of a jump. But still, it's closer to a half a million dollars. Even if it goes up by by a hundred grand, it's still ha- it's still closer to a half a million dollars than it is a quarter of a million dollars. Half. I'm gonna find it. Okay, but still, movies didn't have big fucking uh like big budgets until more recently. No, so, movies were still making movies for like a million dollars back then. Okay, that's half. That I would put that solidly as a B movie. <laughs> Are you trying to put this down to like less than a B movie? Oh shit, you're wrong. It's equal to $977,000. Fuck you. <laughs> it's tripled. Yeah. It's, tripled. it's a million dollar budget. <laughs> Fucking asshole. It's a million dollar budget. Uh, and that's like like they make no but see that's the they thing, make though, good like, dramas for that now like in the 80s aliens was considered low budget and i think that had a million dollar budget okay still that, that that's an a movie though <laughs> that's an a movie i'm saying this is a b movie okay yeah this is a b mo- like i'm not gonna drop it into like bats <laughs> i'm not oh gonna put God. it up against that i'm uh, putting it i'm putting it up against like b level movies and for a good horror B movie, this is like a seven. Like this is like I think people should take the time to watch this. Just don't think about it too much because it gets weird <laughs> and it gets uncomfortable. Uh, but other than that, no, I think it was solid. Yeah, it's a good movie. Everybody you wanted to die died. Yeah, and some people that you didn't want to die died. <laughs> But yeah, so that's going to be it for this one. You can find this wherever you get your podcast, but the best place to do that's going to be on our website. What is that, Kyle? Rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. And if you want to join the network, you can do it right there, too. There's a contact form on the bottom of the page. At rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. You can follow us on Instagram and also Twitter at darkrumpodcast.com. Or no, at darkrumpodcast. That's what it is. <laughs> you kept saying .com. <laughs> Fuck with me. So at darkrumpodcast. <laughs> Or you can send us your spooky stories, your suggestions for 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 horror so bad it's good, your sexy Bigfoot fan fiction. All I really of that want stuff. that. I want that so bad. Yeah. Uh, maybe even include a jackalope somehow. Yeah, there you go. All that to darkroomstories at gmail.com. See, so many things have dot com at the so end of it. So many things have dot com. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So many things. You know what else has dot com at the end of it? Voidmadness.com. We have a new project coming out. It's a cool thing. If you're into tabletop games, check out our website, tavoidmadness.com. It is not out yet. We are working on it. And if you want to help donate or anything to help us with that cause, everything helps us to get that published right now. Yeah, you can sign up for our newsletter and stay involved. Uh, we'll be sending that out to let everybody know how the development process is going. But it's a, it's a pretty big undertaking that, we, that, that I've been working on for three years. Kyle has joined me for the past year. It's uh, helping me try to try to flesh it out but yeah it's it's sci-fi it's horror it's 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 very very good everything that we love bye everybody stay spooky and stuff yeah do that